I believe in America. My father's no different than any other powerful man who's responsible for other people. If I had this part in the picture, it puts me right back up on top again. This Hollywood big shot's gonna give you what you want. He says there's no chance. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. You know my father? Men are coming here to kill him. Now you want to get mixed up in the family business? I thought you weren't going to become a man like your father. I never wanted this for you. Freedom, you're my older brother, and I love you. But don't ever take sides with anyone against the family again. Ever. I work my whole life, I don't apologize, to take care of these podcasts. And I refuse to be a fool dancing on the strings held by all those big shots. That's my life, and I don't apologize for that. And I don't apologize tonight to be here talking about, from 1972, one of the greatest films of all time, The Godfather. And as you know, the name of the show is Fine Movies, Fine Spirits, and tonight, I'm actually drinking a fine spirit, some red wine, but not just any red wine, red wine from Mr. Francis Coppola himself. Coppola wine, got to be on theme, but it would be sad and depressing if I was drinking alone. It would be, you know, usual. It's, it's something I do, but it is still sad and depressing. So I'm not here alone. I'm joined, of course, by my usual um, two co-hosts. The first one up here, he is the best at podcasting, um, and tonight he's going to win. He's going to win because he's better at podcasting than everyone else here. Uh, he's keeping score, Mr. David Corsetto. How are you, and what are you drinking? I, I'm, I'm fine. I'm actually doing well. Although, Mikey, the introduction was great, but I don't really buy it because you're not a big fan of this movie, so I'm a little bit pissed off that you used the, my, one of my favorite scenes. I've seen this movie multiple times. <laughs> Yeah, 15 minutes ago. That was the, that's well. how it was I'm multiple. Drinking, like you, I'm drinking some red wine. 
just in honor of Vito, one of the best characters of all time in any movie. So in honor of him, salute. Fantastic. Uh, of course, also joining us as usual, a man who, uh, this is easily one of the top 30 movies of his top 10, uh, Mr. Christopher Morris. How are you doing this evening? And what are you drinking? Doing well, Michael. I don't, don't appreciate the sarcasm. I am drinking uh, some black Sambuca. As oh, black as, nice. Black as Michael's heart. And yeah. also, just to note, I have 10 movies in my top 10. I'll list them for you if you if you would like. And yeah, the we're going to do them at some point. <laughs> so, so um, I, I, salute. salute. Is Godfather part of your top 10? Mm -mm. This, this week? No. No? It's not my top 10 favorite. What? You don't need to bring that up. This is the Godfather yeah, yeah. part. This is right, right. So usually this is when we start just talking about the movie and Dave drifts off to sleep. But uh, tonight... We are joined by a fourth person, a third co-host for me, uh, a man who I once shared the screen and a bathtub with in a movie that is lost in the annals of time, Mr. Gregory Morris. How are you doing this evening and what are you drinking? And welcome. Oh, thank you, fellas. I am coming in hot tonight. I am coming in hot. I'm so excited. I listen to you guys every week. I get to break. I get to hear you You're break the down these movies. Our number one fan. I'm the one. I'm the one. I actually, I actually have a proxy server in uh, uh, a former uh, uh, country in the Soviet <laughs> Union that uh, we routed through, so I can't be traced back. But um, Greg won the fan contest, so he joins us for an episode. This is, this is really great. Well, you know, they they say a man who doesn't spend time podcasting can never be a real man. So. That's yeah, why I'm here. You've already done the, the, the second most amount of, of prep work. Like, you've already beaten one of our other guys. And we know who that is. What are you drinking, Chris? Yes. I, 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 uh, so I, I planned on getting a Coppola wine because I actually hear he has, uh, uh, he produces a good wine. But I just have the last of a Oban scotch. I'm going to go with, with some brandy in honor of Polly because I was getting rid of a little cold and, you know, you want, you want a little brandy to get rid of this? But uh, we just went straight forward tonight. So, hey, thanks for having me, fellas. Absolutely. Okay, can we do Can we do, can we do your movie next? Can we break that movie down next? Wait, I just want to note something was lost in the annals. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know that word choice might have been, you yeah. know. As soon as I heard annals. Yeah. Yes, this Coppola I got today, I paid a, a good twelve ninety nine for it. It is a Malbec or I don't know. Mulbuck. Okay. I don't know, know anything. I don't know. Tastes like wine. So uh, Dave was right. You know, this is one of the biggest, greatest movies of all time. Uh, and um, today I saw it for the second time and I finished it. Well, I started it last night. I finished it uh, about 8.20, maybe 8.20 PM. Uh, and I got to tell you, it, they're right. It's a good movie uh, from 1972, directed by Francis Ford Coppola uh, with a screenplay by Coppola and Mario Puzo or Puzo? Which one is it? Puzo. 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 I was based on his novel. Of course, Mario Puzo would go on to uh, write Superman. Uh, hopefully, a movie we do in the future, starring Marlon Brando. Not Superman. This movie, starring Marlon Brando, Al Pacino, James Caan, Robert Duvall, Diane Keaton, and a bunch of other people. Abe Vigoda. You know, that's always my favorite to see him in there. Do you guys know what the Rotten Tomatoes score is? 
98? I, I happened to see it at 97, which is outrageous. I saw there were four, yeah, 97%. I saw there were four uh, negative reviews. And these are reviews, I mean, from like the 70s when it came out. But on Metacritic, I don't think I've ever seen this before. It scored a 100%. And we t I always bring up the AFI Top 100 American Films. Um, Christmas Vacation was not on it. But this was number two out of all 100 American films of all time behind only Citizen Kane, a movie I Never suggest we do in the future. Uh, it was on a budget of only $6 million and its original box office run made 133 domestic, uh, 110 international. So 243, almost 244 million worldwide. Academy Awards, it won in the 73 Oscars, Best Picture, Best Actor for Marlon Brando, and Best Adapted Screenplay. It lost a bunch of Oscars to friggin' Cabaret. Best Director, it yeah. lost to Cabaret. Supporting okay. Actor, three supporting actors, Pacino, James Caan, and Robert Duvall, lost to Joel Grey from Cabaret. Best oh, Editing, boy. Best Sound, lost to Cabaret, Best Editing. Best Music Score, yeah. lost to something called Limelight. I don't even know what that where's, is. Where's Cabaret today, Mikey? Where's Cabaret uh, today? It's in my dad's oh, DVD collection. That's, that's a surprise that we didn't tell Dave. So <laughs> I guess um, Pacino, Pete Pacino was mad that he wasn't nominated for Best Actor. Because he's on the screen more than... So yeah. he's, he was mad about that, so he didn't, you know, they do a lot of campaigning. I don't even know if he went to the Oscars, so... I think, yeah, I think he didn't. And this was the one where Brando... And Brando sent a Native American woman to accept his award. That's that year. Little Feather. And I, and I believe it's the only movie franchise that had one and two both win Oscars, correct? We only, we're only talking about one. I get it, but... <laughs> You've already broke the rules. You mentioned that. Uh, yes, but, I, I think but, so. But, sounds right. right. Guys, I've done everything I know about the movie, and now I'm turning it over to you guys. I'll sit in the back. Really good movie. Lots of lots of violence. Lots of cooking. Really good. Great, great job. Quick, a lot of violence in this movie. Quick, quick note about Little Feather, who uh, Brando sent in, to the Oscars to uh, accept his award in protest. Uh, maybe this is a story people are familiar with, but uh, Clint Eastwood was furious. Not as furious as John Wayne, who was backstage and had to be held back from uh, <laughs> uh, from beating up Little Feather. <laughs> this little uh, Native American woman who was protesting the portrayal of uh, Indians in movies and, and uh, yeah. yeah well, John Clint Wayne was married, mad. That checks well, out. <laughs> didn't Clint Eastwood like crack a joke later on? I th yeah, I remember. Well, I mean, I, I know that they wanted Brando, but they also were very nervous about bringing Brando into this movie because it was his antics. Correct? The movie? Into the movie? Oh, the movie. He's a pain in the ass. The, the, yes. The, the, not, not Francis Ford Coppola, but the people above were kind of hesitant about even oh, bringing him out. Yeah, yeah. Well, Puzo actually said uh, he wanted Brando for the pot before they brought Coppola on because they brought Puzo in to write the script. Yeah. Um, and uh, they said, awesome. absolutely not. And if you bring it up again, you're fired. <laughs> you're off the movie. And how Puzo old Coppola. How old is Brando during this? 47. Okay. 47. Because they made him. Okay. I was just like, they definitely By the way, made him up. But as great as Pacino was, which we will get into, um, Brando deserved the Oscar. Brando was incredible. Brando's, Brando, like I said, I told you guys, it might be a hot take. I had written down. I don't know if anybody points out how great this guy is in the movie. 
but Brando is fucking. I I just want to see the whole every scene with Brando. I, I want him to. I want Vito to be in every scene. He was incredible. He was yeah. And Mikey, you actually said it earlier too. Like it's usually like when you do movies that are built up on characters, you go right into the character. As soon as this movie starts, you're going right into Marlon well, Brando's yep. character. Oh, we'll get there. Yes, this was during our phone call yesterday when I said, David, this movie's really good. <laughs> but I mean, even like all the actors in this movie were incredible. And I, yeah, and not I, all of them. And I'm, having a, I'm having a brain cramp, but not all of them. Um, yeah, I think Alia Shire was wasn't great. No, she's Fredo, How did she Fredo, get that job? Huh? The guy, the guy who played Fredo, I forget his name. I'm awful. His name, John Gazelle. Fucking amazing. With some respect he was amazing his name. Too. Like, of course he was. He's in, he's in some of my favorite scenes in this fucking movie. He's incredible. Yes. John Cazell, five movies, five Best Picture nominations. Yeah, and then the poor guy dies so young, but unbelievable. Exactly. There was so there was so many um, casting like they almost cast who was it? Burt Lancaster as as Vito? Something crazy like that. Yeah, would have been terrible. And obviously, they wanted Redford. Um, they and then and then James Caan almost did. Michael. He almost was Michael. And then some unknown guy was going to going to be uh, Sonny, I think. And then, but they then they threw, then Pacino got the role, which the studio didn't want. And was they had to get Pacino, rid of the other guy. Oh. Was Pacino and Khan were they, or even Duvall were they like well known before this? Not really. Well, Khan was more no, known no, than no, Pacino this was, was. Right. This was this was the beginning of all. Like definitely not. James Caan, Duval, Duval, how, how incredible! Speaking of performances, was Duval? Yeah, unbelievable. He was so but, good. Pacino in uh, one movie, I, I think maybe more than one, but one before that, and uh, he was an unknown. That's why I the mean, studio he, didn't want him because he, he wasn't a star. He, he seemed like a veteran the way he just carries himself. Uh, he's yeah, well, there's, a, there's a story. Yeah. There's a story. A lot of story. He almost was fired before the the restaurant scene. Um, but um, that's a story for another time. Um, yeah, I, is, do you guys talk about when you first saw this movie? Yes. Every podcast? Because yeah. I have very yes. memories I'm gonna like of this. Greg, take that away, because he and I both. Yeah, mine will be quick and sad. Third of our grandparents. Right, Greg? I, I, is, that, is that right? Because I have I, I, I have a memory of um, watching it. He's uh, there in the bedroom. Grammys, we would watch most of the shows. Well, that, but my, my, maybe I was too young to even remember that at Grammy and Grandpa's, but at uh, Westland Street, it, it, it Street I, I have a strong memory of, of watching it, and I have a strong memory of the intermission, and uh, as a matter of fact, I think we watched it over two nights or something like that, and, and then yeah. I think that checks out because they said they broadcasted, they broadcasted over two nights. Like they a mini series, that makes sense. Yeah. So well, I remember watching it not at night. It it so maybe maybe that was first, but I remember watching this. All I remember is the sunny scene as oh. being like so traumatized. As as much as it doesn't bother me now, so <laughs> traumatized seeing seeing Sonny mowed down like he's he's a Corleone. Just couldn't I, believe it watching that. It was I, just amazing. Yeah. But, so believe it or not, even though this is one of my top probably five movies, right? I have I saw it probably 
15 years ago for the first time, maybe even less. What? Wow. Was, and it's only because my father and my sister Angela would talk about it all the time. So I finally watched it one Thanksgiving and then it just became a tradition for me to watch it every Thanksgiving. And now it's just, for me, it's, it's just, it, the movie is just ridiculous. It's, it's, it's a really problem. a Christmas movie though. 15 years ago? Yeah, probably. I, I guess I didn't realize that they broadcasted around every Thanksgiving. Is that every right? Thanksgiving, yeah. yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I didn't know that either. So yeah. it, it's probably because you, you're, you're, you're not really Italian. So right. yeah, probably because yeah. we character. joke about Salazzo, you know, Salazzo <laughs> the Turk. But Salazzo actually is Sicilian. That, that's just his nickname because he's yeah. good. He's great with a knife. I don't know okay. about you. But I don't know why. I, mean, I know we go to the sunny scene, but I don't understand how you don't feel like that's not a traumatic Wait. scene, though. Dave, just real quick, I might have seen this movie before you did. Probably did. I, I rented it. I, I got it on a DVD from Netflix. And I watched it on like one of those old portable DVD players on the commuter rail. Like, yeah, I think maybe. over two. Really? Yeah. Wow. Sad, pretty sad. Um, but that was the first time. And then uh, yesterday on some website, I saw it for the second time. So so this is the first time getting ready for this podcast. I did preparation, unlike you, some of you hacks, you know, no, 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 not missing any names. Uh, I do a lot of preparation. Um, but the first time watching it, and uh, it's not available in 4K. I think that's coming out, but uh, in, in like true high definition. And I noticed things I never noticed. Like, again, probably obvious, but like the scene where, where, spoiler alert, where Polly gets shot in the car yeah mm -hmm. i never noticed that for liberty in the background really oh, yeah i just noticed oh, this never. time i know never oh, i never it's noticed because it. it's <laughs> mikey hasn't even that's funny greg i i hadn't either sometimes david's laughing at us now but it it's it I all ties into the american dream you know theme to of the, the movie the, to the so, first words in the movie i believe in america yeah, yeah. we'll get there um you're gonna hear that a lot we'll there. get there uh, no, no, I get it. I you get I, I scolded don't if you get ahead of yourself. And then, and, and then other things like on the walls, like when when and we'll. I know we're gonna get to this, but when Clemenza's talking to Michael and showing him the gun, the the different posters on the wall and the 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 contrast between Vito's house and the hundreds of Christmas cards on the wall and Sunny with just a little few in the kitchen. It's like. It, those those are the things that you probably yeah, aren't able to notice. Until but every you detail matters. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. All right, it I'll really shut is. up now. So, no, no, that's good stuff. Absolutely, I, I I had noticed that for the first time, and you notice stuff like that. I, and honestly, I haven't seen this as much as I've seen, you know, some of my other favorite movies, like that I won't mention because we're doing a Godfather podcast. But, but in all seriousness, like like we talked about when I decided to do this, it just hit me. I'm like, we got to do the fucking Godfather. It not only is it maybe the best movie of all time, right? It's one of the best movies made. It's 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 really it's just the whole story. It's like an opera, right? It's this epic. It's it's a piece of art. It's a work of art, but also at the same time, it's fucking ridiculously entertaining. It is. It, it, it moves. It's just like it it's, goes for, down for smooth. Three hour movie. It goes by so fast. It it just there's no bad scenes. You know what I mean? It, Besides Connie's. An opera. Besides Connie's. Yeah, you, you called it an opera. Again, I did a deep dive, read an article about how this is not, they, people call it a drama. It's not a drama, it's a tragedy. It's a tragedy. And they were comparing it to some Racine, some French 
ah, um, right my stuff. And, and how every how every character was trapped in their fate, their destiny. No matter yep. what they did, what actions they did, they That's were going to end up exactly where they. I, I know, I know. This is a very obscure scene, and I said it to you guys yesterday, right? But that scene where he's sitting on the bench when they're all inside. I know we're going to talk about it, but it's like that was just like that was his last piece of him being that innocent young yes. person that had but nothing see, to do with the business. Yeah, kicking the sand. Transform. It's 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 great it's, how he transformed, and you don't even he seems like a different person as like it's a, it's a, it's a transformation of all the characters. Every character transformed throughout this movie, for better or worse, and it's just it's amazing watching the little details and how they get there. But it's it really is incredible. Well, Menzo doesn't really transform. Hot I'm take. talking about the major. I'm talking about the Colleones, the major characters of the Colleone family. They all transform except for Fredo in his dumb-witted ways. Hot Fredo take. totally transformed. Fredo, get hot Fredo. Take. I, I take the movie's fucking amazing. It's awesome. Right. That's going it on is. the poster. Write that down. So, shall we get into it? Yep. Yes. Before I get before I get drunk, because it's coming quick. Before he starts doing it, no puzzles tonight. Before he starts doing a cat puzzle, because I'm ready to talk on the first thing we see. <laughs> so you get the first black screen, you know, it's in uh, with the, the you, you just hear the voice. Like I said, maybe maybe the maybe the greatest opening. You see Paramount, Mario Puzo is the Godfather. I believe in America, Dave. I want to hear. Let's hear the whole speech, Bonacera. Go. Go. No. So <laughs> great story. Great story. You, you get the close up. I love how they, you, you know, you, you just love how they, they use the shadows. You know what I mean? So like everything, everything that uh, Vito's doing in this room, it's like the men are working in the shadows when the weddings on the bright outdoor right outside. So they're doing the dirty business in the shadows. I love then, the, um, I love the thought of show don't tell. Where they're not saying you're the head of this like it's just you just it's pick great. it up as it's happening so this whole first half hour right this whole thing is setting the tone this whole thing sets the tone for what he does for what what the whole organization is you know what i mean so so back to bonacera he tells him you know his daughter's having trouble a uh, guy beats her up Tells the story. He wants. He wants justice. Well, he wants. He whispers to to Vito what he wants. Obviously, to have the guys killed. And Vito, Vito, you can tell Vito's hurt, right? He's kind of kind of insulted. Goes through the story about, uh, you know, you rep, you you didn't want my friendship before, even though my wife is, well, the godfather to the girl, right? God godmother, I should say. And oh, it, so finally, you but you see the shot. You, first, you see Marlon Brando from behind, and then we see the the shot of Vito with the with the cat, the stroke in the cat, stroke in the cat, which Dave oddly refers to as a true story. Um, that is a real cat. So he they give the guy a shot, right? They give him a shot, and then uh, he says the police went to the police. It didn't work. America basically failed him. All right, come on, right. So I have the whole framework of the mob. I simple. You know, this is the good watch. version of, of Vito. It's just, you know, you come to him to get justice. But I, you know what he says when he says justice, he whispers in his ears what he wants to happen. 
Yes. Right. So there was not there was nothing else while I was saying I want him killed. Right. So but and then he he pulls back and says that's not justice. That's your daughter your daughter's still alive. You never wanted my friendship. And uh, you were afraid to be my dad. I didn't want to get into trouble. I understand. You found paradise in America. Had a good trade, made a good living. Police protected you, and there were courts of law. And you didn't need a friend like me. But uh, now you come to me and you say, Don Corleone, give me justice. But you don't ask with respect. You don't offer friendship. You don't even think to call me Godfather. Instead, you come into my house on the day my daughter's to be married and you ask me to do murder for money. We ask you for justice. That is not justice. Your daughter is still alive. So that's how he tempers, right. he tempers the whole conversation. Right. So he's a man of, you know, a very principles. fair man. But yeah. A man of principles, right? Yeah. No, definitely. There are rules. So, by the way, I have the, the greatest, the GOAT character. You know, Vito Colleone might be the best character in the history of movies, right? Mm. Like, and I know you'll get to it. Uh, but you mentioned the Oscars. Was Gordon Willis nominated for this movie? Do you know? He was a cinematographer and, and he came up with that opening shot. And I guess it was more difficult pulling away like that back in 1972. And and Chris mentioned the incredible contrast between the darkness of the of the affairs going on in Vito's office and the light. And I guess there was a lot of studio pushback about that too. Just they were like, you have to light this. You need to light this more. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, even like even Vito's eyes are so shadowed. Like studios weren't movie. quite studios weren't quite ready for like artsy movies. You know, it was just at the beginning of that seventies. Oh, this yeah. this and there's some amazing shots. That's no, I don't he, think I don't think he was not groundbreaking. But yeah, that the way it shot. That's a good point, Kurt. The cinematography, uh, amazing. So then he's like, you know, you didn't want to be my friend. I understand. But he, like I said, he's hurt. You made a paradise in America. And so Vito's dis disrespected. You, did, you, didn't, you didn't even ever think to call me Godfather, you know. So you come on the day of my daughter's wedding asking for justice. That's not justice. Daughter's still alive, like you said. So he's like, finally, Bonacera gets it. Be my friend, Godfather. That's all he needed, right? <laughs> Ooh, yep. Someday I'll, I'll call on you to do a service. Uh-oh. Uh, until then, accept, accept this justice as a gift in my daughter's it, wedding. He my does say that day may Chris, never come. But there was, yeah. a, there was a line, though, before that when he said, when, when, if you're a friend, if you're my friend, and things like this happen, they'll fear you. Yes. Like, yep. That was a powerful line, too. Absolutely. Because, That's what you're here for, brother. That's what you're here mm -hmm. for. That's what you guys are stepping in. That is uh, so many great little lines like that. 
Because I mean, this is the point was just a, it was a, he tried to be a true blue American. He tried to do it the right way, and unfortunately, and we all know this, the little guy gets shit on. But when you're the little guy and you have a friend like Vito in that powerful situation, he becomes your friend, and within that friendship, that's fear. And that's, that's why the point is like, would you rather be feared or um, respected? Is it the last few points there? I'm not sure. It's not in my top. <laughs> That's why I, I stay mean, with you, friends with you for powerful, 40 years. That has to be a powerful That did strike me as I, like, I didn't remember him saying, yeah. you'll be feared and respected them. Yeah. Um, so that's great. Now he tells Tom, give us Clemenza. We are not murderers, despite what this undertaker says as he, as he smells the flower. And then you see the shots of the wedding, old school Italian music. This is so great. We won't talk about the, the next one until the other podcast that we do but it's such a contrast this old italian music it's so authentic everything authentic italian i like that one you see the family picture vito won't take it without michael uh I have a happy couple, Connie and Scalo, Carlo, scumbag. Uh, Clemenza, Tessio, it's great. Bazzini shows up at the wedding. Clemenza drinking the wine out of the pitcher. I was drunk. Bali. It's funny, I, you know, only seeing this movie a couple of times, though every character name, I'm like, oh, I know that name, that name, this name. Like, just so many, just in the pop culture of the world. Yeah, it's probably, you probably saw, how many Simpsons... Uh, Godfather references just from much pretty much probably yeah. like a thousand right so then you see Sonny talking to his wife real real family man Sonny <laughs> Paulie's counting the money it's, oh someone takes a picture of Bazzini sends the guy to get the film so it just it, it gives you the picture of everything right this is a family the friends were there right yeah yeah oh. also I, I love the part where they're all taking the pictures and Michael's not there and Vito's like, yeah, screw this. See you later. I'm done. I'm, I'm not taking a picture until Michael's here. Exactly. By the way, so, uh, hot take. Hot take. That wedding, that wedding's a fucking mess. There's <laughs> so much going on. I tried to count. I tried to estimate how many people were there. Was there a thousand people there? It's like... <laughs> There's different parts of the wedding. You got the feds out in the driveway. You got uh, uh, Kay and Michael in their own little palo or, or, you know, shadow of a tree over there. There's Eating lasagna under the tree. Yeah. But Bazzini's uh, uh, guy's breaking the camera and I see a conga line go by. I'm not kidding. The, 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 the wedding was insane. Well, Francis Coppola right? said he created that wedding from his family's images. I don't know. That looked like... That looks like a fun wedding compared to the chicken dance and doing the fucking, uh, you know. No, that, he said that's right. what his, the weddings that's of how 90. his weddings were growing up. That's why he wanted that imagery. It was a mess, though, but it, it looked pretty fun. Not going to lie. Right? It great, looked like a great time, but it was a fucking mess. It was. Not, I don't know who the wedding planner was. The old guy singing, his teeth falling out and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So then Sonny goes out, sees the FBI, you know, he spits on the ground, rusts up the photographer, throws, breaks his camera, throws down some, some cash. And uh, you kind of get an idea of who these people are just by watching them, you know? 
Well, you that's, see, that's, right. the, that's, that's the what a good movie day. is. That's the first glimpse into Sonny really losing his cool. Ad lib the ad lib the cash though. By the way, James Conn oh, did throwing the cash. Like where I yeah where I, I come from, you break someone's property, you pay for it basically. Yeah, James Conn awesome. was great. Um, so then they go back to Vito still doing business. You gotta you gotta do all favors on your the Sicilian does right on his day of his daughter's wedding. I'm Turkish. So, I don't know. This is this is true. Uh, so. The cake, Enzo, the the Enzo's boss is getting in. You know, getting he needs him to be a citizen. You know, foreshadowing. Is Enzo, we married, you know, to marry his daughter, but also he needs him in the country. Um, I don't remember who Vito says. We we don't. I guess we don't need every detail. Who Vito says to to set that up. Oh, he 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 put he says uh, a a Jew congressman from outside our, our our district or something like that. I didn't write that down. That sounds a lot, right. of a lot of racial slurs in this movie. I don't know if they don't no, look it up. You know, oh, yeah. that's, that's, how, yeah. that's how those people acted <laughs> then. So, we don't condone that here on this podcast. We don't need to say that. Uh, so Mike and Kay show up. Mike, totally different Mike now, right? Uh, Mike, he's in his uniform. It's a war hero. Yeah. Vito's looking out through the shades. Tom tells him uh, Luke is there to see him. Wants to thank him for inviting him. He says, "Do do you know why? Hold on, do you know why they did that scene the way they did it? When are you talking about when he's rehearsing? He's rehearsing, yeah. Because yeah. he was such a bad actor that they couldn't get the scenes right with him, so they actually add the they actually inserted that to make oh, him. Oh, I, I knew he messed up. I knew he messed yeah. up. I thought they just." They kept That's going awesome. with them. No, they were like, just fucking just run it this way so that it looks like it's genuinely. Yeah. So there were some bad actors in this recorded, movie. They recorded. Yeah, they recorded. Uh, they shot the scene of him rehearsing after yeah. because Coppola did apparently like, though, his his nerves, the way he yeah. shot the scene. He's great. Speaking yeah. Of yeah. He's, yeah. And so Case asking Michael, you know, like I talked to him, very scared guy, Help my, helps my father out. And then Tom comes over, hugs him. Very excited to see him. I don't think he's seen him since has seen him since she's come home from the war. And so she asks, oh, "How come Tom has a different name?" Gives a background. Sonny took him home. His father took him in. Tom will probably be consigliere. So Lucas sees Vito, awkwardly thanks him. Loyalty for your daughter's bridal purse. Thank you, Luca. My most valued friend. Tom Colleone. I'm going to leave you now because I know you are busy. I hope your first child, you know, masculine child, will be a Dude, Okay, you read the, you guys both read the book, right? You both read the book. A long time ago, yeah. Greg, did you read it too? Long time ago, but yes. I know we do in the movie, but in the book, because this is good for the, the, the listeners, in the book, he actually <laughs> kills his daughter, the baby. His daughter, yeah, remember that? 
in the furnace or something? Yeah, in the furnace. That's why they were yeah. saying he's a really bad guy, he's a scary guy. Uh, they they could have went into his character a little bit more, but man, it was. Yeah, they probably said, you know, we want people to like, kind of like Luca. Yeah. So Puzo said that it um, like in the book he gets so much backlash, not about the baby in the furnace, about the whole the horse, which I know we're gonna get to. Um, but real quick though, uh, did you ever wonder, uh, and maybe you talk about this, but um, where Michael served? Because I did a deep dive on his medals too, <laughs> on his uniform. Oh, you're, 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 you're a regular now. What? What's that? Yeah, he was he's a marine. He was a Marine Corps captain. He had uh, the uh, Marine Corps medal, Purple Heart, Asia Pacific uh, uh, Theater medal, uh, the European African Theater medal and uh world war ii victory medal and uh the navy cross which um i guess he mentions in what we're not talking about number two yet but uh, before congress he says the uh silver star and and the assumptions that it was upgraded after but that's that's (laughs) a lot of medals right it's a lot of medals. i think that's also attributes to why he's so successful in that position it becomes into later on he takes charge he's a born leader he is a born leader so and then uh thank you luca my most valuable valued friend everybody loves Vito. so Vito's gonna repay luca with this great plan he has <laughs> he's okay Vito is a little aged at that point and that's the crap. i love hey i, I love that chris, chris hates this plan this part of the plan I love it. terrible like just senile but i honestly i love the man i but love that, Vito. Well, that, that was purposely showing you the egg cracks he was getting okay. older. He even said that he got careless. So, he got careless. Speaking of crack, Sonny, Sonny's wife, they you know, they cut to Sonny pinching the cheek of some pig that he's <laughs> and then his wife, his wife does the how big is it? It goes into great detail in the book. By the way, I don't think the book is like Puzo wrote it to make money, right? Yeah. He wasn't writing it. He he was in gambling debt. And he, he needed to write write something. I enjoyed, so I enjoyed the book. I thought it was a good book. It was a great book, but it's also like kind of like dime store trash, right? I think. I mean, I like I, that kind of writing. I like, I like I, the of movie. Yeah, he it's he like, referred to it. He wrote two books before that. He's like, this is so much worse than the the two books I wrote. Before yeah, I believe it. And, but just highly entertaining, and it's this the story and that you know lays the groundwork for yeah, maybe the greatest movie of all time. So. Then you get the old guy singing, like you said, Dave. Sonny goes upstairs. Has anyone checked? Emotions. Has anyone checked? Is that actor still alive? The old guy? <laughs> the guy with the teeth, Dave? The guy whose teeth flew out? Yeah. Greg's gonna do Greg's gonna do five minutes on wedding uh wedding um, guest number seven. So, okay, Tom goes over stuff with Vito, tells the judges, send gifts. No, nobody could show up, right? Uh, it's got a lot of the, lot of, lot of uh, influence, as we know. Johnny Fontaine shows up. Girls are screaming. Johnny Fontaine looking a little aged, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He's past his prime. Isn't that the thing? He's kind of past his prime. Right? It wasn't a great singer. He was, he was a pretty good singer. Um, so Vito, Vito's happy. Tom's like, he's probably in trouble again. Sings. And Michael tells Kay the story about how Vito helped him. dollars to let Johnny go. But the band leader said no. So the next day, my father went to see him, only this time with Luca Brazzi. And within an hour, 
he signed a release for a certified check of one thousand dollars how did he do that my father made him an offer he couldn't refuse what was that luca brazzi held a gun to his head and my father assured him that either his brains or his signature would be on the contract It's a true story. Ma pallarezza stunga muri. This is my family, kid. It's not me. Got the contract, made him an offer he couldn't refuse. You know, either your signature or your brains are going to be in this contract. I love how Michael says, true story, true story. <laughs> and he's like, um, that's my family, Kay, that's not me. Yeah, so Mike, Mike introduces Fredo. Fre Fredo, very in the background, obviously, in the you know early parts. The great John Cazale I have. So, well, what a, But what a great introduction, though. Cocked up his ass, showing his true colors. Doesn't really change. He's still the Fredo that he is in the in the end of the movie too. He's a friendly, friendly, yeah. dim-witted brother. Oh, Fredo's Fredo's sweet. He's uh, he's dumb though. Yeah, I'm really sorry. I can do things. Sorry, uh, that, that's not in this one. I know. Is it? So okay, uh, Johnny. This is the great scene with with Johnny. You know, tells. Right. Vito, come on, he, he weeps, you know, I'm never going to get this pot. <laughs> Wolf won't give me the pot. Now, Johnny Fontaine, isn't he based on, supposed to be Sinatra? Yeah. Sinatra, yeah. yes. And Sinatra hate, hated it, obviously, because he looks like a little bitch. And, <laughs> you know, probably, you know, the guy's probably not the best. Uh... So, so, uh, so, so, Puzo uh, and Sinatra got into it. Uh, out oh, yeah, Sinatra approached him, right? Yeah, and um, um, he, but then later on, <laughs> Sinatra told Cop Coppola that uh, if you, uh, you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll play the Godfather in this movie. So he wanted to play Brando's part in in the movie. <laughs> and uh, uh, there's a whole again. I'll, I'll share the article with you. But there's a whole long description of their encounter uh puzo's and sinatra's which is pretty fascinating because it, it starts out okay but it, it gets pretty tense it's oh, puzo walking out sinatra's screaming at him that's funny i believe it i believe it um so then you know you can act like a man uh tom finds sunny he's he's banging that pig upstairs <laughs> I love Tom kind of laughing when he hears him through the yeah, door. Yeah, Tom's laughing. Tom's got a mistress, you know, too, as we find out in the sequel. Um, so Johnny whining, iconic clip I said, you can act like a man. Um, tells him in his month he'll change his mind. I'm going to make an offer he can't refuse. That's when we get the, the first iconic mm -hmm. line. Uh, Michael said it, but you get, you get Vito saying, I'm going to make an offer. 
They bring the cake in. As Sonny walks in the room, that's when Vito says a man who doesn't spend time with his family can never be a real man. I was just going to say that, Greg. I I know. Thank you. Thank you. Great shot. He great, great, great dig at Sonny. Fucking great dig. Because he looks, he looks back at him slightly, and Michael's like, and, and Sonny's like, "What the fuck? Is he talking about me?" He gives Sonny a couple shots in this movie. He gives yeah. Sonny a couple digs in this movie, huh? Yeah. One of them after he's dead. Um, <laughs> so, uh, cakes being brought in. This is. They're talking about Salazzo called. We'll discuss him when you come back from California. When am I going to California? You're going tonight. Settle business with Johnny. Um, I want to finally go to my daughter's wedding. And then you get the family picture with K's in it for some reason. Band plays the movie theme. Vito dances with Connie. Great opening. It was like a half an hour opening. I could see that, though. Michael <laughs> wants her to be part of the family. Pulls her in the picture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. It's just She's always going to be an outsider. So... Shots of LA, you get the music. Walt, Waltz International tells him why he's there. <laughs> this this uh, this guy's pretty great as Waltz, right? Gets pissed. I don't care how many. Great acting. It was great acting in that. that yeah, I don't care how many Dago Guinea Wap greaseball gumbas they send, and he's like, I'm uh, I'm German Irish. Well, let me tell you something, my my Kraut Mick friend. <laughs> yeah. So, but first, right? He doesn't uh, doesn't know who his client his client is. He says, I'm a lawyer. I have one client. He shakes his hand, says, I admire his pictures. Tom, nothing rattles Tom. Well, I shouldn't say nothing rattles Tom. Tom is, is just nonplussed. Pretty smooth. Right? He is smooth. Um, so he realizes who he works for. He shows him, Johnny has him over, shows him. That movie. Poor character. It's so funny, though, because like, he's, he's showing, like, once he knows that um, Vito's I'm going to run him out of boss. the business. Let yeah. me he's, tell you he's why. polite. He's very polite. He shows him the horse. Johnny, he shows him the horse. He's going to just put him out to stud. And they're having shape. dinner. Orange is at the table. And, um, but then he starts getting fired, right? Lessons, dancing lessons. I'm going to get this spot. And then we get the great speech. Right? I was going to make her a big star. And let me be even more frank. Just to show you that I'm not a hard-hearted man. That it's not all dollars and cents. She was beautiful. She was young. She was innocent. She was the greatest piece of ass I've ever had, and I've had them all over the world. And then Johnny Fontaine comes along with his olive oil voice and guinea charm. And she runs off. She threw it all away just to make me look ridiculous. And a man in my position can't afford to be made to look ridiculous. Now you get the hell out of here. And if that goomba tries any rough stuff, you tell him I ain't no band leader. Yeah, I heard that story. Thank you for the dinner and a very pleasant evening. He sounds all nice about her, and he's like, "She was the greatest piece of ass I've ever had, and I've had them all over the world." <laughs> right, that's really like a Jesus. I love how Tom's still eating during this. Did you notice? <laughs> Tom's still oh, like oh, oh. Eating. looked delicious too. Every food, oh yeah, did we mention what a what a fantastic 
food movie this is. Oh, so many great scenes that make you hungry. The thing about the LA uh, uh, stuff, uh, you had the obligatory shots, but my God, like even the Grauman's Chinese theater, like it's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like the way they shot it. But the other thing about Waltz, or is what was his name? The the, the Walt. producer, Waltz. Yeah, yeah. Um, he has only black people working for him. Uh, uh, every single person that works for him is dressed up in a uniform, including the horse trainers. Only black people of color, and I don't think he was very progressive minded. No, I, I think he was a certain kind of guy, like a superiority complex or something. Yes, like. yes. Not a great guy. No, no. Um, so <laughs> especially like having sex with 15, 16 year old girls good yeah. well, you know, speaking of that spoiler alert, he's not the only one um, so so, and then you get you know, you know, she threw it away to make me look ridiculous a man in my position can't afford to look ridiculous now get the hell out of here thank you for the dinner thank, thank you for the dinner uh, oh, I love, I, I love when um Oh, but the dawn needs to hear. I will leave it tonight. The dawn needs to hear bad news. He likes to hear bad news right away. Yeah, exactly. But what line does Tom say first when he says, uh, "If you can't, if you can't grant one of his, he doesn't want another." Yeah, I forget what? the line. Oh, it's like if if you don't, he doesn't ask if you another favor. The yeah. favor. If you yeah, you refuse refuse the first favor. He won't ask you for another. One. Yeah. Right. Okay. So thank you for the demo. Then you see the shots of Waltz's. What a great house, by the way. Waltz in bed. You get the music. You know crickets. Crickets. Sun rising. Unbelievable. Yep. And then the the shot of the you know Waltz waking up. You see blood. You know is that is that some traces of blood? And he throws down the sheets. Throws over the sheets. Supposedly he said that was a real scream because that's a real horse's head. So you you blew my mind when you said that they got it from a dog food company. Yes. That's number one. That's insane. Like, and now obviously there was no way they could do that today, but we, yeah, I read that it was a prop head during rehearsals and then they didn't tell yes. him they swapped it out. Right. Okay. But he must be one of the fucking deepest sleeper sleepers. That, that ever I was like, when did they do this? <laughs> because there's blood all over him. There's got to be a smell too. <laughs> it, now they didn't cut the horse's head off in the room, right? I, I, I don't know. There's yeah, but still, your feet—his feet would be like, "Oh, what's this?" You know, in the middle. <laughs> of the I feel I, like I'd know. They—they they really, but again, just to emphasize what Mike said, they didn't. They were—they did care about animals, even though it was 1970. They Luca smothered the horse. Gently, they didn't violently kill the horse or anything like and that. And then they chopped the head off. Okay, they didn't decapitate. The that 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 must that went like, a while. But yes, very very deep, very heavy sleeper. I'm guessing there was some alcohol and barbiturates yeah. involved. Maybe some young ladies early in the night. Who knows? So great stuff. So unless you're the horse. What? Yes, exactly. So meeting with Tom. I slept on the plane, Sonny. They're talking about Salazzo, known as the Turk. This is this is one of my favorite great, scenes. Great scene. Great, great, real, real quick, real quick. Yep. They just they the the cut though from him yes. screaming, right? Do you, mm -hmm. do you know what it cuts to exactly? That 
it cuts to Vito's face where Tom's talking oh, no. about this. And, and he kind of got this grin and he's kind of nodding and you in in you know you're seeing kind of what a monster he is. Well, too. Right. You should you be kind of I mean? like, yeah, Vito, yeah, Vito is, you know, you like him, he's jet man of justice. He, he, you know, he did did, did kill a horse. <laughs> to get a to get an acting gig. You know, and basically threaten that uh, that guy, you know. Well, I don't think I don't think you survive in the mafia as long as he did without doing some pretty violent things. Yes. He does. Um, so this is great, but you, you, they're talking about Salazzo. You see this, this shot of Salazzo getting to Genco where they have the meeting. Uh, very good with a knife. That's why his nickname is the, the Turk. Business is narcotics. He's got a nice hat. Uh, to tie him back, to tie you back some in New York. Looking to get into the business. Santino, There's what so do you many think? names in this movie. A lot of money in it. Santino, you know, Santino's hot for it already. Well, Tom, like, like how, well, Tom is just, Tom is just matter of fact. If we don't, Tom's like, we don't you know, do this. It's the future. And I have written down, this, this is such a crucial scene. It really swings everything, right? Yep. Kind of every, swings every, everything. every single piece falls because of the, and this movie falls into this scene. Mm -hmm. So this meeting, so they have the meeting. Dave, how many people are at this meeting? You've seen it so many times, you know. It's 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 um, um, it's obviously Sonny. It's Tom. No, he's not. Yeah. Vito. What? No. I'm kidding. Go. Salazzo. Mm -hmm. uh, is fucking is um, Clemente there in the side? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right. Have you even yes. seen this movie? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and there too. Tessio, Yeah. Okay. You guys are missing one. There's seven people there. Who's the other one? Uh, Geppetto. Okay. No, not Fredo. Fredo is there. Fredo is in the meeting. Oh, yeah, so, of course. Yeah, all the children. Yeah, Fredo. Yeah. Not all the children. But okay, okay. So I, I'm sorry. I got off track. Just testing. It. So he tells him, I need, I need a uh, man with politicians in your pocket like so many nickels and dimes i love how he says that you need a million dollars 30 percent to your family political influence legal protection what about did, the did he insult veto there though with that that line did he insult veto so many Kai, so many nickels and dimes was he calling him a so. nickel on dama yeah uh because he even said he even said oh if that 30 percent is not a big deal to you i mean that must be nice so i mean he, that's kind of off so i have a take like, isn't Salazzo like Salazzo really is smart, right? Like yeah. he has a he has a great plan, right? Salazzo is he, he had I think he had a, a overall plan, but it didn't come to it didn't really come to fruition until Sonny said something. Until he saw the crack between Sonny and, and Vito. Oh, I think. Yeah. yeah, no, that's that's possible. But I'm just saying his whole plan and then having a plan of taking out his old school. Knowing, knowing, knowing that kids were in, in the, you know, hot for the deal. Yeah. So, um, oh, by the way, real quick, he, uh, why is he the Turk because of his knife or because of his, of his operations in Turkey? I never understood that. Why is he the Turk because of his operations in Turkey? I don't know. It's, yeah. it's just, it's insulting to my heritage. Yeah. Both of them. All Both of them. <laughs> so turns them down. Let me give you a reason. Narcotics, dirty business. I know man has got to make a living. I, I, I love, I just love, did I mention every scene with Vito? I could hear him go on, right? 
you know, a man, I know a man has got to make a, a living, but it's dangerous. And this is when Sonny tries to say, you know, tries to, tries to interject and Vito gives him such a look. And I love one of my, uh, one of my weaknesses is being too, too easy on my kids. Is that what I, is that what he says? Something like that. Just a scathing. Well, they, no, he said, well, they should, they should, they should listen without, you know, not speak. But, but the weakness was Vito's not. Yeah. allowing them to you know do that and then they they all kind of make a face a lots of makes a face and it's like my nose final good luck to you shakes his hands then santino what's the matter with you never tell anyone outside the family what you're thinking again so fontaine sent flowers because he got the part so this is his terrible plan when he tells you like he gets the flowers he's like all right get him out of here yeah he looks at him for like two seconds so this is when he tells Luca to find out what he knows about, you know, what what he can find out about Salazzo. Pretend we had a falling out. Terrible. Um, not a good plan. So Christmas in New York. This is why people call this a Christmas movie. You get the whole bunch of Christmas, you know, for the next. Um, I, I did read an article saying The Godfather may be the best Christmas movie of all time. So Michael and Kay are shopping. Luca's Luca's putting on the bulletproof vest. Vito tells Fredo to have Polly get the car. He called him sick. Polly's a good kid. <laughs> Luca walks in, walks into the meeting, takes the coat off. You you, you kind of wish you you saw more of Luca, don't? The, it's don't a thing. You? I think there should have been more of Luca. In this movie. Well, no, not him throwing his baby infant daughter into a furnace. I mean, <laughs> no, maybe, being the enforcer. Maybe his business dealings, right? Yeah. I don't want to I see if there are baby in a furnace, you fuck face. I didn't say it. I'm not the one who said it. Um, so they meet with I love Bruno Italia too, right? Yeah. Just slime, but just slime like, little, like, you see his that, eyes change when he's like when he's like gonna light his cigarette, you're like, oh, there it yeah. comes. She has like a lot of character in his face. That yeah. that shot that scene is so well lit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Bruno Italia. So they, they speak in Italian. Dave, what is that? What are they saying? <laughs> Shut up. What? Do you understand any of it? Seriously. No. Like, no. No. Wait, is that Turkish? Is that Turkish they're talking in? Because I, you know, I had friends who, like, you know, didn't speak it, but could but understand you could tell, it. So he says, you could tell, you know, um, he offers him, you know, 50 mil dollars, which is $50,000. $50,000 to start. So, yeah. Then he holds his hand. Salazzo, you know. Not bad, not bad. He holds down his hand. Salazzo stabs his. By the way, Greg, talking about the 4K and what you notice, if in, this scene, I, you know, I, I never thought it was particularly like great as far as I love the, the design, but seeing the knife in his hand, it looks so realistic, doesn't it? Like it, it looks like it would hold him up. Like yeah. it, I just noticed it more the past few times I've seen it. And, 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 guy, you notice, and you notice the pinky ring, not just on Luca, but on Salazzo. And yeah, I think yeah. Tatalia has a pinky ring there too. Pinky rings everywhere. All around, all around. So then the guy. I, I asked this question to Mikey earlier this week. If you're getting, if you're getting choked or strangled, would you play dead? <laughs> would you play possum? And, and I said, wouldn't dead? that just make it easier for them to crush your neck? If you're, if you, if you. Well, I mean, they, 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 is it Garrett Garrett? He calls me all week with these things. <laughs> At least the, just this week or last okay, week. Okay, is it instinctually just like you, you're fighting for your life, right? Yeah, so that's yeah I think I don't think you'd be like, all right, if I just calm down and play dead, they'll leave me. I'll just lie down. 
I'll be fine. I'm dead. Good. I think he's still breathing. Oh, nope. This is the death. This is my death knell. Oh. Greg, can I get some of that Oban? <laughs> Just play Blossom. I'm out. I'm out. And then he, then he tries to crawl yeah. out. All right. Yeah. Goodbye. Uh, a little parched so next scene my my daughter actually we be watching it because i i'm not sure i did mention my wife always watches the godfather loves a movie Respect. i when she's I not love, watching jaws contrary to popular belief on this part i love the godfather too but i always watch goodfellas like if, if like there's a if there's a wait you a, like you love the Godfather Part Two, or also. Oh, also, I think okay. right. I love the Godfather. Also, I also love the Godfather Part Two. But, uh, <laughs> but the good, like she, she is all about the Godfather. Not also, she's all set with Goodfellas, like Dave. And it, I like Goodfellas but, too. But I was, I was saying this like yesterday. The Godfather is just another level. It's a different level for me. It's different movies. We already, we already went through this. Well, I said, would there be a Goodfellas without a Godfather? Michael, has uh, Tammy watched Godfather? No, and I said because she loves Goodfellas, and I've said you, you, I, you know, I think you, you would good. enjoy this. Plus, she has, you know, she has family who think they are in in, in, good, in Godfather, so yeah. I think you know. So uh, I think yeah. she'd enjoy it. But I, yeah, one reason might not, might be that Mikey doesn't watch the Godfather. So it twice. Jen's never watched it either. I asked She's never seen it, really? No interest? Uh, Olivia, um, uh, oh, by the way, I told them, shout out to Olivia and Ava. <laughs> Woo! Um, oh, cool. Olivia they listened too? Me. That's great. Um, Olivia saw the ending, and she's like, is there a part two? I want to watch part oh, two. Oh, she saw the ending? Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Grace was not Grace was not in love with the, she said uh, Luca kind of looked funny. You know, she wasn't, she wasn't, overly impressed by the that murder she she enjoyed it though she watched the whole thing too that's awesome though so so i should clean it up just go yeah. Greg, go to the one hour go to the 55 minute mark that's when uh hi girls no don't clean it up don't clean it up my kids will never my kids never listen to this uh they have no they would not have interest so all right so where are we after Vita's walking out well, Tom, first, Luke, Tom comes out with his with his sled. Yes, Tom comes out with his sled. Salazzo's great in this, right? Um, sees him. If I wanted to kill you, you'd already be dead. Get in the car. Uh, this so Vito's checking the fruit stands. He's looking at the oranges. By the way, always about oranges. Oranges galore. What is the? I know there's some sort of. I mean, I, I see it's, it's a repeated symbolic, symbol. Why? I know it's. I don't know what literally why. Is it's there a why? There's impending doom when you see oranges in this movie. Yes, it just. But you, it makes you it see oranges good. on Waltz's table, even yeah, mm -hmm. the yeah. stuff like that. Tassio has an orange at the wedding at the beginning. Yeah, early. Yep. Has that an stuff's so cool. So, yes, yeah, it's great. Awesome. So, uh, uh, question: you know, Is that is that fruit stand? Is that right across from Gento? It must be. It must it's be right, right outside. Yeah. It, yeah. Okay. So, so Dave said it wasn't Vito's fault that he didn't foresee anything. You know, anything. you said Vito knows everything. I said he was. I said he. He was well, slipping. I said, this, I said in this scene that he actually was instinctual in, in, 
and figured out before the guy started chasing after him. So he knew something was up. No, he sees him. Yeah. Oh, he did. Right. He did. He's quicker than uh, he's quicker than Sonny, actually, when Sonny yeah. kind of figures out something's going on later. But yeah. um, but yeah, he's quicker than Fredo. But I love right. I love how they shoot the guy's legs. You know, you see the shot, just the legs. And it, I love seeing Vito, Vito see them out of the corner. It was like just a great scene. And then Super Fredo jumping out of the crowd and, and fumbling with the gun. That's just yeah. symbolic of Fredo. Fucking moron. Fumbling with his gun and screaming. So, so fumbling. Uh, HD, uh, there's a Jake LaMotta fight uh, uh, coming up at the Garden against Tommy Bell. When, when Vito's getting the, the oranges, you see it. Friday, January 11th. Jake LaMotta oh, really? versus Tommy Bell. He's That's everything cool. in HD. It's incredible. That's cool. That's great. Is um, when was CPR invented? Because Fredo just sat there. Yeah, he, he actually Fredo does not check his pulse. Like, there's CPR, but was this CPR by he then? I don't know if crying. There was. He's not crying, it's a little bit heartbreaking, but he right, check on your dad. He, he might be alive, you know. <laughs> it turns out he was. He walked out of pressure time, he could have been walking that day, right? So, Radio City Music Hall, Mike and Kay. Walking by, she's, she's you've seen the headline, right? Yeah, you know, Coleon feared Murden. He calls home, he's like, It doesn't see his dead. He calls home, Sonny's like, It's bad. We have been Sonny's, Sonny's home, Sonny's house, like Greg said. Someone shows up, they freak out. It's Clemenza. We're in the street, he's already dead. Sonny gets all mad, pushes him. Calm down, calm down. By the way, did we talk about um, Castellano? Wow. It absolutely such a great job. I, did I read correctly that he was the highest paid actor in the film? Something movie. Who was? I don't know. Wow. Clemens and Paul Castellano. So, part two, it's crazy. Again, we will, we'll talk about part two, but he was he he didn't do part two, and did he die shortly after, or was that? Died. He was fifty five. Yeah, he died, but he was supposed to be in part two, and it was crazy. So, um. Solazzo calls Sonny, says we have Tom. Listen to his offer. Don't leave, don't lose that famous temper of yours. Okay, Sonny. He's like, I wait. So Solazzo, this is Solazzo tells Tom his boss is dead. Your boss is dead. Asking him if uh, he's like, was Sonny hot for my deal? He's like, you knew it was the right thing. It wasn't, like I said, it was a smart play. Um, needs him to talk to Sonny. The dawn is slipping. Would I be able to get to him 10 years ago? So, right, but Tom is kind of like out of it, right? He is mm-hmm. kind of, I said he, he's not blessed, but he, he definitely was like well, shaking. Um, overwhelmed, just, maybe? Oh, he's, I think he's overwhelmed. The only thing that he knew, his dad is dead. Yeah. He knows oh, Sonny's right. going to overreact. It's, yeah, he, well, I mean, sure right. he I don't even think he's thinking about that. He's probably fearing for his own life, but he's still. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I think that his whole life that he, that he knew was now just gone in his right. own life. And I like how he says, I'll talk to Sonny, but, you know, even he won't be able to call off Luca Brazzi, the, the look on Salazzo's face. Uh, you know, I'll worry about that. I'll, I'll worry about Luca. Yeah. Uh, I'll do my best. Now you can go, Tom. So, Tom, I don't like violence. I'm a businessman. Blood is a big, big expense. So, cop pulls up, tells, tells him he's still alive. They hit him with five shots. He's still alive. 
And then you see it, but you see the complete reversal in that scene, though. Bad news for me, yeah. <laughs> Even worse for you, right? Unless you make that deal. So they're all at the house. Uh, Clemenza tells him it looks like his father's going to pull through. Uh, by the way, do this isn't the Chinese food pack. So, uh, three brothers, Clemenza, Tessio, they're all, oh, this is when, I'm, they're all just talking about the, you know, the plans, and you, Michael mutters, uh, kill them all. Did you hear that? Can you notice that? Yeah. Oh. No, I didn't notice that. Michael. when he's sitting in the chair? Yeah, he's sitting with the, with his back. He he kind of mutters. He's like, you know, kill them all. Hmm. I had oh, never noticed that. I'm like, wow. And um, it's like Salazzo's the key. They're oh, this is it. So they're trying to get in touch with Luca. You know, so they're going back and forth. If we lose Thompson, if we lose the old man, we lose our political context. You know, he he thinks he should make the deal. He's easy for you to say he's not your father. I'm as much I'm as, I'm as much a son to him as you are, Mike. So does he mean Fredo's the best son? <laughs> Maybe. I, I was curious. That's right? true. He did. He did. Leave. So he Fredo's is besides well, his. Was Fredo, was Fredo in the room there? Oh, the worst. I don't remember seeing Fredo in the room. I don't know. You're right. Maybe he says that, but you know, there's no reason to take a shot at Mike, Michael Van, right? But yeah, maybe that's why. I just, Sonny, I just thought. Sonny, by the way, he's got a he's got his monogram shirt on in that scene. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love Great. it. Well, you see it, you see it in that scene too that Sonny is just even those situations he has he is emotions control him. Nothing else controls him. It's just emotions. Yeah, which is his undoing, obviously. So, uh, so Paulie comes in acting all sick. I love how Sonny's Sonny's all nice to him. You want to get something to eat? Get some brandy. Get some brandy. Yeah, food in the ice box. There's some food in the ice box. And then I don't want to see him again. But just to clear things up for me, Polly called in sick because he yeah. knew that Vito was That's going to get shot, or he helped, or he okay. Yeah. So, so say that. It, so I think it does a deeper dive in the book to to be very explicit that Polly set up Vito, yeah. but yeah. it's definitely open to interpretation here because, like I said. That fruit stand's right across from Jenko. Mm -hmm. Any assassin might know that uh, Vito spends his time at, at Jenko, you know? Mm -hmm. By the way, though, you know what? Even if Paulie wasn't in on it, he, 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 he calls in sick. You can't call him sick this? in that job. That's a sudden message. I was surprised. He, he just to be whacked even if he wasn't in. He took a personal day, does he? Three times. Three, three times this winter. Yeah. How many sick days did they get with HR? It wasn't even COVID back then. <laughs> So, so, um, so this is when the package arrives, but he's, Sonny tells Mike, work the phones. So they get the fish wrapped in a bulletproof vest. See that is, there's your Simpsons reference right there. Oh yeah, probably. Troy McClure sleeps I with mean, the fishes. But even even with Michael, like he's still calling Sonny sir, like yes sir. And it's like he's still like very like young, naive, like polite. He's a different guy, right? Yeah. So, so Michael's the youngest. He's the youngest. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so not to jump ahead, but I'm sure you have an opinion on when that officially flips. Well, well, well I'm sorry, I, I'm going to jump ahead, so I'll, I'll shut yeah, up. No. When he when he changes, you mean? Yeah. I think he. I think. 
I think it changes when when, hospital, he, when he goes to the hospital and has yeah. to like he's literally because before that, remember that I was saying he was on that bench like a little child. He wasn't involved with any of them in that in that kitchen. He, then uh, Kay calls, he has to come in, and like it was. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Right. We'll get to I that. Think right. That's the switch. Really? Yes. When he goes to the hospital. Oh, he he seems like the same. He, he looks kind of like the same guy though, right? That's yeah, but I think even in that scene, I'll though, tell you when. I'll tell you when I think. Okay. Even, so, even, hold on. Even in the scene that the current scene they're in, Michael's still not losing his. He's not losing his cool. He's not showing emotion. He's emotionless. Never so shows emotion. He never, never shows. Never shows emotion. But like, and I think that's where. I don't know. I mean, I think he was always in control. I don't think he knew how to insert himself in that situation. Yeah. You know? Maybe. So I, I tell just, you, he lost, he lost interest, real interest in K the second he saw that newspaper. Yeah. Yep. It, it just, everything changed with her that second. Sought no yeah, comfort yeah. from her when he ignored her when he went to the through. phone booth, kind of. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah, we can talk about he that. Shut, he shut, he shut the phone booth out. He shut her out. Yeah. yeah, a lot of symbolism, which yeah. is some of the best symbolism of all time, ending a movie, right? Um, but yeah, I agree. So That's a good call, Greg. So Clemenza leaves leaves his house. By the way, it, you know the single the singular version of cannoli is cannolo. There's no cannolis. It's cannoli is the plural. It's cannolo and cannoli. One cannolo and two are cannoli. Yes. That's ridiculous. So there's no get to cannolis. So there's no get to cannolis. That's probably a slang. So he leaves. He gets, don't forget the cannoli. Um, so tells, they take a ride. I like Hold how on, Paul. Wait, wait. I like how Paul gets in the car and he automatically looks to the back seat. That's what I'm saying. I was just about to say Paul, knows something is up. Could you move? You're in the way. You know, you're in the back seat, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, don't run over the kids. By the way, do you it's, know who shoots Rocco, Polly? right? Chris, it's Rocco, right? I was just going to ask Dave, Greg. Bro, he said, Rocco, <laughs> can you move to the middle? I can't see. Yeah. So Rocco comes up a lot, by the way. Rocco's it like the Rocco's one of the few people there when they're eating Chinese food. It's the family and Rocco, right? So Rocco's in part two. Rocco, yeah, he is. He certainly oh, is. Yeah. He is. So tells Polly, we're going to pick up some mattresses. We're going to check them out. And then, right, they're talking about Extermination. <laughs> I love how you know the little small talk. Yeah, yeah, they they're uh they've been exterminated. That's a bad word. Maybe we'll exterminate you. <laughs> Pull over, I gotta take a leak. Like I said, like you pointed out, Greg, great shot of the Statue of Liberty. You see the shot of like the weed. Um Richard Castellano, that's what it is. So great. Side shot of the car. Oh, that car is such a, so messy. Three shots to Polly's head. Leave the gun, take the cannoli. Does he say cannoli or cannolis? Cannolis. Did he say it wrong? Um, so the next scene. He needs to go to finishing school. This is when Michael's alone on the bench, Dave. Yep. Uh, Mike's wanted on the phone. Clemens is cooking. This is a great cooking scene. He's literally kicking dirt like a child on the bench outside. That's what I was like. That's what stuck on me yesterday. Like, how did I not notice that scene? Tomatoes, but you also notice that that's sure the that same bench he's with later on. Yes. Yeah. 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 My favorite scene. Um, my favorite scene too. So, so Clemenza's teasing him. That's my favorite scene too, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I said it first. 
And that's my trick. Why don't you cut the crap? I got more important things for you to do. How's Paulie? Oh, Paulie won't see him no more. Tells him how to make a sauce. Sonny asks, asks him about Polly. Oh, we won't. You won't see him no more. Oh, you will. You won't see him no more. <laughs> I love it. Clemens is the best. Mike wants to go into the city. Wants to go to the hospital. Uh, Sonny's like, I want to send someone. It'll be all right. So Sonny's like, all right, just just send someone. Oh, Salazzo knows he's just a civilian. Um, that's that's ironic, right? So Mike and Kay. Oh, Mike and Kay have dinner first. He doesn't go to the hospital yet. Doesn't want to get her involved. Tells her to go back to New Hampshire. Uh, so Mike goes to the hospital. This is a great scene, obviously. Lots of Christmas stuff. Like every, like many movies, the hospital is somehow completely empty. Um, no patients. Well, well, was it was it was it important when she was telling him that she loved him on the phone and he wouldn't say it back to her? I'm sorry. I guess yeah. We'll have to. Now you gotta tell that girl you love her. That would be so much. You and I are yeah. gonna move, yeah. move my father. So. So he, uh, Mike goes to the hospital. Nobody's there. Mike's like, you got was, the That was tense. Score. It was a nice tense score. Where are the guys? Police made him leave 10 minutes ago. And Mike calls Sonny. Nobody's here. Don't panic. Tells the nurse to move him. He's like, do you understand my father? The men are coming to kill my father. But Mike, but Mike puts Sonny in place there. He's like, I'm not panicking. That's when yeah. he actually first stands up to Sonny. This is kind of when he, I think he kind of twitches here, but also after the punch, he's a different person. And, but all right, we'll get to it. But, but so Enzo. But he's, when he's, but when he's with his dad, he says, don't worry, Pop, I'm here. I'm here now. I'm, here with, I'm, with, I'm with you now. Uh, no, Mike. Michael just said it. Yeah, he says, I'm with you now. I'm exactly, with you now. I'm with you now. And his and his father just tears up. Yeah, True. not like I'm here in the room with you. I mean, yeah. I'm with I'm you. in. Yeah, but it's also right. It's also symbolic because when it's not something Vito doesn't like, yeah. but it's but it's right. It's genius. It's really. Um, did genius. you see? Did you see Vito's reaction to when he says, "I'm with you now"? Tear it up. It's a. It's kind of a. He has a tear, yeah. and does he smile? So is it, is smile. it joy? He is it gratitude? Is it pain? Is it pain? That, it's everything. It's all of it. I think. I think it's every emotion. I think to Mikey's point, I think it's every emotion wrapped up in one. Well, you know the pain he gets about Mike, which is great. That's a good point. Good point. That's why you guys make the big bucks. So, Enzo comes. This is this. You know, this is just great he's like uh you know he's got flowers he's like get ready of flowers they go out front pulls up his collar make you this make guy is just a oh, yeah. this baker, is the baker right. this is the baker <laughs> guy, that, he's shitting my pants and just like all right you need to because he wants to help him he wants to help him right so for your father for so, your father 
Twice. Your father, for your father. For your father. So cops come and hassle Mike. You know, Sterling, Sterling Hayden. Oh, best. We've talked about him in the past. Doctor Strangelove fame. Uh, Mike asks him where the cops are. He's like, take him in. The guy, he's a war hero. <laughs> and then, you know, what's the trick paying you to set up my father? And all of them knocks him out, right? So, yeah, that might be the transformation because it's obviously symbolic that he is kind of literally physically turning into something different and turning into kind of like Vito. Yep. Um, his really had his wire, jaw, uh, his jaw wired for the movie. Sounds kind of ridiculous. Oh, this, could like, been, this could have been Tom Hagen's best scene, too. I love yeah. this scene when he comes up. So, so I noticed this, and, and then I heard something. Um, so about the Michael transformation. So obviously, after the, the hitmen drive away, when they're pretending to be gunmen out in front of the uh, hospital, and Enzo's trying to light the cigarette, and his hands are shaking yeah, like any of us. They would be shaking. And Michael's, um, he lights the, he lights the cigarette for him. He and looks they, at him. But no, they stake that the shot, they they keep it on his hand for a second with the lighter. It's not moving. It's perfectly no. still. He's completely that yeah. motherfucker is as cold as ice. He yeah. so maybe he like that's he even realizes maybe I should be reacting to this a little differently. Maybe I'm well, I don't I but also I, he was a like you pointed out, he was a captain. I he's mean, a war hero. He, he seemed maybe war. military, you're right. Yeah. And that's the thing. So he should be he should he should have some uh you know, a lot, a lot of the shit that I read uh, on Michael was that he already saw this. He saw life at a very young age, obviously. So he knows what death looks like. He's been there, mm. and they just don't give him that. They don't give him that respect. Meaning, his brothers don't give him that respect because of that. But he's already seen it. He's seen life. Mm. Yeah, but like you said, Dave, Tom comes in, says these men are private detectives. You know, you'll have to appear before a judge. I love that scene. Pissed off. Wow. And then Michael, Mike and Tom Clemenza get to the house. Um, Tessio tells him new blood because Sonny got mad. He hit Bruno Tatalia at four o'clock this a.m. Sonny's all happy, right? He sees Mike's swollen face. Turk wants to talk, wants us to send Michael. Deal's so good we can't refuse. And then, uh, so Tom's kind of pissed that they whacked Bruno and he's asking Sonny about it. Cancels out what they did to my father. So this is when they're arguing, right? This is personal. This is business, not personal. Uh, obviously, Sonny's always thinks everything's personal. Go ahead, Craig. I'm sorry, just one thing. And this is for I really for Michael here. Um, and growing up for us, actually, you only started 15 years ago, but Korea. going back to the hospital for a second, um, the footsteps, the sound of Enzo's footsteps in the hospital, like that is Creepy. like movie that's gold it's like nothing you yeah. can hear those footsteps Just and the, you would imagine the echo yeah yes it's creepy it's like one of those, it's but creepy. it's also something yeah. that like sticks with you forever you hear those footsteps you're immediately that's the godfather that's enzo coming up and you don't know what's gonna happen true, true, true. very, very uh, the lighting in the hospital the hospital every, everything in that movie i get it you you can talk about this movie on and on it is so true I know. Mm -hmm. it's a good movie it's a good movie. Um, so they're at the house. Uh, Sonny always thinks it's personal. They're talking about McCluskey. He's Salazzo's bodyguard. We can't gun down a police captain. 
Duval's awesome. Mike says, uh, let's set the meeting, find out. It will be me, Klusky, and Salenza. Let's set the meeting. Get our informers to find out where it's going to be held. Now, we insist it's a public place, a bar, a restaurant, some place where there's people so I feel safe. They're going to search me when I first meet them, right? So I can't have a weapon on me then. But if Clemenza can figure a way to have a weapon planted there for me, then I'll kill them both. <laughs> hey, what are you gonna do? Nice college boy, huh? They want to get mixed up in the family business? Huh? Now you want to gun down a police captain? Why, because he slapped you in the face a little bit? Huh? What do you think, this is the army where you shoot them a mile away? You got to get them close like this, and bada bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. Come here. You're taking this very personal. Tom, this is business, and this man is taking it very, very personal. Where does it say that you can't kill a cop? Come on, Mikey. Tom, wait a minute. I'm talking about a cop that's mixed up in drugs. I'm talking about a, a, a dishonest cop. A crooked cop who got mixed up in the rackets and got what was coming to him. That's a terrific story. And we have newspaper people on the payroll, don't we, Tom? They might like a story like that. They might. They just might. It's not personal, son. It's strictly business. But do you see what Michael? Do you see how Michael's sitting in this in the scene? This is where he's he's sitting in that leather chair and he has command. Like this yep. is where you first see command and yeah. like methodical and it just approach the his approach to this thing. This is where I you shouldn't like Michael anymore. No, this is you're right. You this is where you start seeing a, a fucking killer. Seeing a killer. Um. The cold, just cold blooded. It's, it's yeah. awesome. He he took that. He he had command of the hospital scene as soon as he walked in, mm -hmm. telling the nurse what to do. But this is a different kind. That was to protect his father. This is a different yeah. kind of command. He still looked like I was telling justice today. We're watching. I was watching. I had it on again, and she was watching this scene, and I was like, I was like, he. I it, I said he still looks like the old Michael. I literally said that to her when he's walking in the hospital. I said he looks like the old Michael. She goes, I like that Michael better. Like, yeah. Um, it's more innocent yeah so um he, mike chimes in let's let's set the meeting find out where assistant public place they'll search me clemenza can fi figure out a way to have a, a gun planted for me i'll kill them both i love how they laugh at this clemenza starts laughing um so, laughs, honey laughs uh Tom's not laughing though. No, no. <laughs> it was great. 
Michael's idea to, to put out some bad PR on McCloskey. They have yeah. like a brilliant right. idea. It's the most obvious thing they yeah, did. Yeah, they yeah. have yeah. like, well, we never thought of that. Get some people. It's a great the idea. Tom says, "Yeah, we we do. We still have those people in the press." But then you get the great you get the great Sunny line. He's like, "This isn't like the army. You know, where you shoot him from a mile away, you got to get get up close and shoot him in the head." All over your Ivy League suit, bada bing. Rage all over your Ivy League suit. Good stuff. Um. So, Tom, and then he 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 gives the funny line. Tom, he's taking it personal. This is business. Mike says, "No." He says, who says that we can't kill a dirty cop? People on the payroll in the press, like you said, Clemenza showing the gun. Don't, you know, don't hide your face. Don't look away. Somehow he has magic tape that doesn't have fingerprints. That's weird. Yeah. Well, they say, the oh, the, the gun is untraceable. So just yeah. drop it. But yeah. the finger, like, his, his hand's all over the gun. Special tape. So Over the whole, I saw it over the handle and the trigger. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll just, you know. So says you should have stopped. Uh, Clemenza stops talking about he should have stopped Hitler, right? In Munich. That was great. Says you, you're, uh, we're all proud of you. Your father is proud of you. So they're all nervous to sit in. The, they don't know where the place is going to be. They're all freaking out. Sonny gets a call. This is where Rocco's there with them, right? It's like, hey, Rocco and Sam <laughs> having Chinese food. So, guy in McCluskey's precinct. Uh, he knows where it's going to be. Louis Pre- Louis restaurant in the Bronx. Tessio, I love Tessio, but it, it's perfect. You know, the old style toilets. Clemenza's. You know, they talk it out where they can hide the gun. Two shots in the head each, and then you get the. You know, better be better be someone good planting the gun. I don't want my brother coming out. It's just just his dick in his hand. <laughs> Great delivery. Michael in front of Jack Dempsey's. They pick him up, Salazzo and McCluskey. McCluskey apologizes, frisks him. And Mike's like, they're driving to Jersey, right? They're going over the bridge. Yeah. Mike's Maybe. So guy with a U-turn, they show up at Louis, right? McCluskey asks, how's the Italian food in this restaurant? How the fuck do you think? Uh, try the veal best in the city. Pacino's is, is so great in this pot. Just his face, right? His mm-hmm. face with them talking partially in Italian. They get, we're going to speak Italian, you know. And no subtitles on purpose. No. It's yeah, basically just, I've read it. It's basically him just, you know, talking to the whole business deal and all that stuff. You have respect for your father. He says yeah. something. He's like, what I want. I love how he has to talk in English. Well, why? Just, just to kind of make us feel like outsiders? Yeah. Well, Mike can't speak you know that great in italian he's right? frustrated he's, you see a he's frustration in his face at one point i don't know if he needs it but uh right that what i what guarantees can i give i'm the hunted one um mike has to go to the bathroom i like the little you get a little tick in uh, salazzo's eye you know frisks him again he's clean i frisk him frisked him uh Michael goes in the bathroom, reaches behind. The t- he's like panics right away. Gets the gun, goes to the sink. I love the sound of the train. Just a brilliant the, idea. Right? The build, the build up oh, of that scene. Yes. Now I the actually build, read something the that build. said. I'm oh, sorry, go ahead, Greg. No, I was going to say I just to support your point about the build up. Even before they um, they started talking, you had to wait while the waiter opens the wine, and it's like mm-hmm. a 20, 30 second 
you know, yeah. uh, sitting there. They're just yeah. sitting there. You're getting. It's just building the uh, uh, tension. You know? Coppola was ridiculous. Is it, could he be, have been underrated for his direction of this film? Wait, did he win Best Director? No, he did not. Bossy. Outrageous. Well, so, I actually read something that I, I don't know if you guys agree with this or not, but when he came out, like, no. you, you thought he was going to come out shooting. That's it, right? That's, that was the plan. He didn't. He right. came to the table. The train's coming. It's building up. Tension's building. The scene right? was so much better itself, it's like, right? It's like yeah. he was... But was he contemplating doing it? Was he thinking about not doing it? I thought he was. I thought he was psyching himself up for it. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just, I just, maybe they just wanted to do the scene like that because of his eyes. You see, when is his, when is he going to get a facial expression? He's all he's doing, looking like staring, he's nervous. And then he jumps up. It's just like a perfect scene. One of the one of the best scenes in the movies. I have this, so I rank my scenes, and the top the top four were all uh, had veto, and I think this so just a just such a great scene, right? Shoots, shoots the lots right in the head. It's some of the best acting without saying anything in the history of cinema. That mm-hmm. scene, like his yeah. eyes Pacino, and everything, Pacino, right? Yeah, it's out of this world. He really, he really, right, should have won Best Actor in another year. I agree. So then, right, shoots shoots them both, shoots McCluskey through the throat. You get the, the music. Da, 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 da. Um, that's The other people in the in the restaurant, they just kind of walk to the back. No one's running. No one's freaking. It's like, okay. Drops, drops the gun. They show the bodies. Newspaper, you get the newspaper headlines. I like all the clips. Police hunt. Be- before the before the newspaper uh, headlines, that's always the intermission. Right after when he walks out with the music, that was the intermission. Yeah, that's the halfway. Point. That's where they would go to the intermission. Always. Even on Cine, even on Cineview in 1978. Remaining intermission times. Newspaper headlines, cat, you know, police hunt cop killer, and then it softens police captain linked with drug rackets. And then, you know, you get the scenes of, of the boys going to the mattresses. You just you see the carnage. And he goes returning home. Stretcher carries him up to his room. Everyone's happy. Sonny kicks everyone out, including Kyle. Kyle tells Connie to shut up. I, I, I don't blame Kyle. I, I never... Wait, wait, After wait, rewatching wait, wait. him, I don't blame anything that happens to Connie. That anything that Kylo does to Connie. What? I'm not condoning domestic violence, but well, but you're not not. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. After he tells her to shut up, then you get so Tom and Sonny explain to Vito what happened. Isn't this like every, the only person that emotes emotion from me watching this movie now? Like I said, but Sonny, that scene doesn't. It's at Vito. 
I get choked up with, with veto stuff, right? Vito's, Vito's yeah. conversations, Vito's reactions. So yeah, Vito says, asked about Michael. It's Michael. A lot of this felt like it's happening around him, you know? Yeah. And Tom has to get up the guy. It was Michael kills a lot. It's a lot of Vito with a pain face, you know, it's so great. Kicks everyone out. Somebody wants to kill Tatalia yelling at Tom. If I had a wartime consigliere, I wouldn't be in this mess. Pop had Jenko, look what I got. I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. Tony's really likable, besides his, you know, his some his deeds. They're at the dinner table. This is great. Sonny's talking to talking business. Carlo this tells, is funny. Uh, Connie, yeah, Connie's like, well, you know, never talk business at the table. Carlo tells her to shut up. Sonny tells him never, never say that. But you notice Carmela says, you know, don't get involved. The old Italian way. Yeah. Don't get involved, Sonny. Yep. Then, then he's like, uh, I could, you know, it's Carlos saying we can help with, and then he's like, uh, we don't talk business at the table. You almost feel bad yeah. for him, not really. You know, Sonny just tooling. We don't discuss it at the business at the table, right? So then we're in a Italy. story, a true, a true Italian story. Mm-hmm. My mother and father got married. His grandmother told him it's okay to slap her if she ever gets out of line. It's okay to give her a little slap. I believe it. I Jesus. Believe it. Those old school Italians, the Irish would never do condone <laughs> such antics. Uh, so, uh, anyways, we are uh, in Sicily now. Fabrizio and Carlo are uh, Michael's bodyguards. Beautiful countryside. So he's, they just ship him off. So he, right. Wild things kind of blow over to be, yeah. I, I, he, he, he's not very low-key though as we find out right so yeah. john Tomasino tells him you know tells him his name Colleone. great shots of italy so we see apollonia and, and by the way i, I noticed that i noticed the the, the 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 font choice on the on the subtitles in sicily it's very like stylistic and they look very italian like you, you wonder how long they they spent like trying to figure out what not the this one, not this one, yeah. Very different. Coppola definitely had an input in that. So the 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 two guys that were with, at the cafe were drinking with the owner, asking about the girl, and he gets mad. I love it. You don't need any any you know subtitles. You know what's going on, right? Uh, Michael asks to talk to him, apologizes, and this is Michael's. Michael's now like, even though he's in peasant's clothes, he's. Michael now. He's the new Michael. Uh, I'm an American hiding in Sicily, Michael Colleone. Don't tell anybody. So, well, yeah. And he mentions already, you know, meant about marrying his daughter, right? I want to meet your daughter under your supervision. Her name's Apollonia. Dave, what do you think of Apollonia? I think she's pretty goddamn hot. What do you think? Uh, I don't think anything of a 16-year-old lady. Uh, <laughs> I think it's very inappropriate. You you're 16? You're 16. Um, they said that. Uh, I hope this. Uh, I hope. I don't know if they I, said that. She was. She was. I, I hope Chris Hansen. I hope Chris Hansen doesn't get a hold of this podcast. Oh was Chris she like 16? She was 16 when she when she was filming The Godfather. Yes. No, she wasn't. She was 16. They showed her boobs when she was 16. Yes. Correct. A different time. It was and, and the fact that. I don't know what what you want to. I don't know what you want. What you thought about those? Uh, 
The fact that I, I learned that before the scene was very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's best to know, best to watch for years. Yeah. And then, so, um, right, he wants to marry his daughter, big dinner. But, just, by the way, Chris set that trap. He knew it was going to happen. Text early. He's like, I can't wait to see it. Creepy kid um, about 16 year old. Keeping my uh, mouth shut for days. Uh, have you seen Chris Hansen? I mean, they set traps for predators. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Sicko. Someone's a sicko. So, big dinner. Michael gave her the, the necklace. Um, they're hanging out with the family. Takes a walk with her. So, flashback to America. He's messing around with the chick with all those men. I don't know. Oh, this, so he's got to go pick up Connie, right? Gonna go pick up my sister. Walks in, sees Connie. It was my fault. Please don't do anything. Not gonna, you know, not gonna. She's, such a, she's such a moron. Gonna make that baby an orphan. So, classic scene: Talo hanging out on the stoop. Sunny beats and beats the shit out of him. Oh, come here, come here, come here, come here. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. Terrible phantom right hook, though. Like, yes. Terrible choreo. And this, this time man was a little puffier than Carlo, but it's all right. Yeah, but but he, he, he looked like he was beating the shit out of him otherwise. Right. Didn't yeah. he really hit him with the, the can? Yes. He broke his ribs, I think. Yeah, but, yeah. but right. The right hand, the right hand, um, the right hook he gives him. But everything else was so perfect. Paolo, they just kept Paolo the Paolo does the head swing. <laughs> Micah, you know what I mean? Micah, you, you, you big Stern fan, so you've probably heard him on uh, Stern before. Carlo? Yeah. If I did it, it would have been a, a, a million years ago. He, well, the actor, he, I think he was on Stern a bunch of times because he, uh, he, he's, he's got a, he's got a crazy story too. I want to, I know we're, we're keeping it moving, but um, he's he, great Howard Stern content. Interview. Oh God, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. What's he was his, involved. What's his name, Chris? Giovanni Russo. What is he? I don't. Must have heard at some point. But wow, I've, I've seen. I saw it today. But um, one of our listeners will email Mike. Well, he also yeah. says that he his words banged Marilyn Monroe too. So. I believe it. Hey, I was in The Godfather. Oh no, what, what year did she die? She would have been dead by then. Long dead. Yeah. I guess that wouldn't have worked. Okay, so. Beats the shit out of a great shot of the hydrant flowing over him, right? Touch my sister again, I'll kill you. And Carlo does he, not, he doesn't change his stripes. You know what I mean? He's not. Well, there's a lot, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. Carlo, Carlo does not change. He's obviously a scumbag, but I, I don't understand his thought process or his. Uh, well, Greg, so, well, Greg brought something up earlier, though, in the week that, I mean, did the family kind of make Carlo the way he was, too? They didn't involve him in anything. So they, oh, made, him yeah. outside, they made him an outsider right off the bat. I oh, yeah, no, up. I said that. I, I brought that up earlier in this in this pod. Yeah. Oh, I Not thought the, Greg the, brought it up last week. Sorry. Yeah, no, but like Carlo gets shit on and he gets, but again, right, it's not an excuse, but yeah. so uh, Michael gets married, Michael's wedding. They walk through the town, the whole town is a wedding. You know, this is, this this guy's hiding out. I mean, you, you figure Salazzo would have some people. Well, they do get to, uh, is it Fabrizio? Right. So next scene, we'll, we'll skip over the topless Apollonia. 
Um, I mean, 16. That's worse was than Michael, was Michael was Michael truly in love with Apollonia? Or was he just horny? I don't know. Maybe a little bit. I think he wanted to be the, the Italian thing. Um, so next scene, Kay shows up at the compound, asks about Michael, tries to give the letter. Tom can't legally accept it. That was I love that that whole thing. Yeah. If I accept that, then it, I may know where he is. Just a bad sequence of events for for Kay right there with Michael getting married and you know doing much better. Well, David. Well, says, he never knew. Yeah. Well, she never well, knew. I mean. So all right, Connie and Carlos. Uh, this is this is. This, don't love this scene just because I'm so sick of Connie. Nice little picture of Vito on the on the mantle. Carlo, worst husband ever. Told her to make dinner, right? And then he's like, I'm not hungry now. Then, she, you know, Bafangu. And then she's, you know, Bafangu, you. Yeah. Hard, hard scene to watch. It yeah. is a hard scene, mostly because I can't stand Connie. No. Yeah, exactly. It is hard. It is hard. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. He starts hitting with the belt, takes out a knife, be a murderer like your father. You know, now I'll kill you, kicks down the door. Yeah, it's terrible. Carmelo. While she's pregnant. While she's pregnant. Yeah. Uh, she calls can't understand Connie. Sonny really can't believe it, right? He's like, son of a bitch, he can't believe it, right? Um, so let me ask you, when did they Bazzini approach Carlos? And probably I think he was a been, domestic. I think he I'm sorry, I'll let you answer. I probably it was probably after his, his beating, I would think. Yeah, so right. So the whole thing is he gets approached, beat the shit out of your wife. That'll make sure Sonny will come straight for you and we'll know how where he's going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because at first I was like, how what? When I was watching it, and then later like, it kind uh, of seems like a Carlo had a domestic abuse problem anyways. Yeah. Like it doesn't seem to goad her into anything, right? But he and, pretty much beat the fuck out of him. Left it left him for almost. You know, but maybe he's dead. thinking, you know, I don't want Sonny. Seems like a seems like a hard sell for Carlo, though, right? Mm-hmm. Don't worry, you know, we'll kill Sonny. Oh, okay, what about the rest of the Corleone family? So we'll kill Michael eventually. Like what? Like they'll never know. You were pretty wrong. dangerous, right? Yeah. Pretty dangerous, no matter what. Well, people uh, make just, some bad decisions in this. I, I, it's probably though. I. He's just kind of a scumbag. So I, I, I took it to be like he might even approach them to pay off some gambling debts or something like that. Like it was probably just to a get back at Sonny. Yeah. Yeah. Although Michael literally says, Who approached you? You know, uh, <laughs> yeah, but still, <laughs> he's not going to say mean, he yeah. was embarrassed on this, on that street in front of all his guys, too. You know, yeah. well, so. then, so we get the, the next scene is. Right, um, is Tom. right drives himself tom tells him to go after him they should be right behind him though right mm-hmm. well they were just you know maybe they, they, were stopped, the they stopped and got uh, espressos so I, like i said i was traumatized and the guy drops the change closes it guy stand up Great, 
great, great scene. I, I, like I said, I just don't, I don't. So get the guy upset. who dropped the change, he's obviously dead too, right? Because those bullets I, he were must right have died. I, I never. You know what? I literally didn't even notice that until I watched it recently. No, there was a there was another door on the other side of the. Oh, toilet. he got out. Oh, I'm, I'm assuming he, as soon as he dropped the change, that door opened. He was out. He yeah. was like crawling. That's, what, that's what I. He see. knew what was going on. Oh but yeah, because you could see the gunfire, but what, couldn't Sonny have like, Sonny should have just reversed. You know, he was probably screwed, but he should have yeah, just. One thing he shouldn't have done is get out of the car. One thing he shouldn't have done is look confused, like this. You know, bad reflexes by Sonny. Oh, one thing we, one thing we can agree on: bad reflexes. And, and I think I think he was. I think his again, his emotions were running high. Oh yeah, he wasn't thinking straight, and then he realized at the last fucking second that he there was a trap, and that at that point it was already too late. And and, and after they brutally murdered him with they the machine him. gun, yeah. they that so it was very personal. So yep. it was a, a, might have even have been a Tatalia that that. Did kicked that him. right? They kicked mm-hmm. him in the head because yep. he killed right because he had Bruno killed right. Um, right, just like I said, traumatic scene. They massacred him. Lot, lots of bullets. Um, I I kind of think if those guys had well right behind Sonny, they probably would have just got mowed down too, right? It would probably. probably. I I I don't think they had the firepower ready, so. It, it didn't make that much of a difference. I just think Sonny should have had some type of reflexes and tried to reverse or get out of it, right? So this is one of the best scenes can, we can agree, right? Tom's, Tom's sitting down drinking. Vito comes in his bathrobe. Give me a, tells him, give me a drop. Um, and a set, I think he's, Tom's drinking his, and a set. And he's, you know, my wife's crying upstairs. I hear cars coming to the house. Consigliere of mine, I think it's time you told you, Don, what everyone seems to know. He's like, I didn't, I didn't tell Mama anything. I was about to come up and wake you, but you needed a drink first. Mikey, you can do Brando. Now you had your drink. It's so great. So Tom breaks up, you know, he shot Sonny. Like I said, this gets me more than the Sonny getting shot. Sonny was kind of an asshole, right? Just come back. Sonny um, was. Sorry, Dave. I don't think Sonny was an asshole. I think Sonny was just, I don't know, the pompous older, pompous older son who thought he was in charge while his father was sick. I'm not saying that the guy was an asshole, right? Huh? He was a complete scumbag. Sonny? Yes. Not to mention he's the only uh, uh, Corleone uh, uh, member that you heard drop an N-bomb, too. Oh yeah, he does. He does everything. But but you know, Dave's okay with that and is stepping out on his wife. If you condone that sort of thing, I mean, laying laying lay sunny pipe. According to his wife, it's about fifteen inches long. Yeah, all over town. He I mean, loved his sister. He was trying to take care of his sister. Yeah, he loved his family. I don't That's know another fault of his. Talking or yeah, I I had mute by accident. He um. We we don't want Dave doesn't want his bad mouthing Sonny because as we know last week he thinks he's the Sonny of his family. He was he he called me and um, he said I don't know if I'm a Sonny or I'm a Michael and I just yelled at him I go, I go how about you you're you're not fucking any of them and then I hung up on him it's like I don't want to hear it that was a correct response you are none of them that was a correct response yeah so 
Sonny, mm -hmm. you know, the, the beauty is they shot Sonny in the causeway. He's dead. I love, you know, the, the, the great heartbreaking sigh by Vito. I want no inquiries made. I want a, no acts of vengeance. I want to arrange a meeting with the heads of the five families. This war stops now. Call Bonacera. We need him now. Okay. So I love how he 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 kind of hugs Tom, right? You ever notice that? You never see physical mm -hmm. contact. He hugs his. He's standing up over Tom, and I'm like, it kind of choked me up. Oh, got he, he, he just he just found out his son was murdered, and he comforts Tom, not the yeah. other way around. He pulls Tom's head to him. Right. Yeah. That's right. Well, he's the ultimate patriarch. He he did everything for his family. That was right. whole. That's Vito's whole story. Vito's the best. And I Tom mean, and Sonny were like they're the ones who came up together. Besides yeah. killing horses and other things, but yeah, sure. I love Vito. He's no. So, call Bonacero. We need him. You know, and Tom calls right away. You get a shot. You know, Tom's voiceover is still. You see the next scene. You see Tom. You know, your Godfather needs you now. Bring Sonny in, ask for his favor. Use all your powers. I don't want his mother to see him like this. Look how they massacred my boy. <laughs> um, Brando's the best in this. So doesn't he have like cotton in his mouth? Yes. All this, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah he kind of, you know, he kind of he kind of came up with the he came up with that the, the look and the, well, not the look, but like the voice and the mannerisms, right? Just kind of. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, he's one of the best actors of all time, Mikey. I know, I know, but he's also probably reading uh, some of his letters, you know, his script off of like stuff taped to people's backs because he was notorious for that, like mm -hmm. it all being written out for him, so he didn't have to memorize anything. It it had yeah. it, it had been like what like twenty something years since like I don't know what his last big movie. Like he was, it wasn't like assumed at the time. He was just known as a troubled actor and and a lot to work with and whatnot. So. Um, he did this for money, right? Though, like, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, this was his pub fiction. It was a comeback. So we're in Italy, back in Italy. Mike's teaching Apollonia to drive. She, it's. I don't think she can legally get a license yet, Dave. So, <laughs> so uh, Don Tomasino comes with the news. Tells him you can tell him. He tells him about Santini. Santini, Santino. Um, Mike tells Fabrizio to get the car. He, the, I, you notice more and more like how, will it just be you, boss? Or maybe I notice more. Right? It's like, you, you're young, bro? Yeah. So yeah. he goes to see the other guy and he's like, Apollonia is practicing with the car. So this is such a great scene, right? Just seeing Michael's face. Pacino's ridiculous in this. Sees Fabrizio, where are you going? Sees him. No! No, I belong! They really blew that car up. I uh, always loved K-more anyway. <laughs> mm -hmm. Sorry, having a bourbon now. So... Meeting of the heads of the five families that Vito called shows them all. I, I have written down to tell you that pimp is combing his hair. How did things have so far? Tatalia lost a son. I lost a son. He wants wants things to go on as they 
as they were. Bazzini praises Vito and then to tell you, he never shared his influence he had. He's such a fucking scum. Vito says, uh, you know, goes into the drug thing again. And Bazzini's like, you must share the judges and politicians that he has. And who, who's this one guy? I, I don't, this isn't one of the five heads, is it? That goes on the racial. Uh, oh, he's uh, not. He's not one of the five heads. He's not one of the guys that's whacked. He's, he says, right. talks about school, you know. <laughs> he likes to keep, the, keep, keep it with the colors. Yeah, uh, yeah, he exactly calls them animals. They're animals. Yeah. Don finally says he'll do whatever is necessary. Drugs, you know, as long as they're controlled. Engines for Sunny, but I have self. Don, by the way, it, it's, I just looked it up. It's Don Zalucci. That says that. that that's the guy who stands up about the, and, and I, I'm assuming he's from like, what, Kansas City or whatever. He said out west somewhere. Anyway, well, these guys are all, I thought these are the five, I thought these were all New York fans. They, they like are, but no, he said, but in that oh, meeting, he says we are friends from Kansas City yeah. or something. Yes. Which is where they originally wanted to make The Godfather in Kansas City, you know, the, the studio did or whatever. So, great speech here. You talk about vengeance. Is vengeance going to bring your son back to you? Or my boy to me? I forgot the vengeance of my son. But I have selfish reasons. My younger son was forced to leave this country because of this Sonotso business. All right, I have to make arrangements to bring him back here safely, clear of all these false charges. But I'm a superstitious man. And if some unlucky accident should befall him, if he should get shot in the head by a police officer, or if he should hang himself in his jail cell. Or if he's struck by a bolt of lightning. Then I'm going to blame some of the people in this room. And then I do not forgive. But that aside, let me say that I swear on the souls of my grandchildren that I will not be the one to break the peace we've made here today. Yeah. By Vito saying, I have selfish reasons. I care about Michael. You know, he says everything happens to Michael. If anything should befall him, you know, if he should accidentally, if police. I'm not, he's, well, he, he teases it all up by saying, I'm not a superstitious man. Yes. That's the great, this is, you know, so great. I'll, I'll blame the people in this room, but then I swear on the soul of my grandchildren, I won't break the peace. Great. Then they're in the car. Tom asks when he meet, you know, when I meet, when we meet with a Tataya, should we insist in middlemen have clean records? Suggest, don't insist. And then he's like, Bazzini won't have to be told. And he's like, what do you mean? Tataya is a pimp. He never could have outfought at Santino. He goes, I didn't know until this moment. It was Bazzini all along. So next crazy scene with Kay and school kids, I think in New Hampshire, right? Yeah. I, never said I, think, she was, I think she was loading them on a bus. Yeah, That's I think time I was... passed. I don't think when I when I went back, 
I don't think she just left them to walk. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think they I think she left them in a schoolyard in New Hampshire. So this confused like, me. Michael's like, I've been back a year like that. I'm working, I'm working for my father. He's sick. That, so we just had a time jump. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. An unexplained yeah. time. I was like, was he lying? I'm like, or a, a year went by and we just yeah, that was quite a time jump when you think about it. But you know, it's not like sometimes you see movies 12 months later or something like they didn't do that at all. It's just figure it out because it, he it, told you. It was a time jump. And, and also, and I wonder, I, I don't think this has anything to do with it, but the uh, studio was strongly um, wanted Puzo and, and Coppola to cut out all of the Sicily scenes. Really? And they fought back so strongly. Like, it's murder. That's going to kill the movie. If you yeah. do that, and I guess it was a long battle, but can you imagine this movie without anything in Sicily? It, it wouldn't no. be the same movie. Mm. It would be, be tough. I mean, part two would be obviously not be impossible, but I mean, a movie to be named later. <laughs> so Michael shows up. I'm working with my father, and then I love, uh, you know, the senator or president. And he's like, you, you know, you sound naive. Senators or president don't have people killed. Seriously. Who's being naive, Kate? Yeah, I love you. Which is a great, which that was is a great, great line. line. Yeah. And then Especially, yeah, from a soldier who's been sent to kill or be killed. It was mm-hmm. great. And then Kay leaves the children on the playground. I don't care what you say. So <laughs> Vito's looking older. Michael's in charge. This is a great scene. Tessio's complaining about this, this scene oh, gets me emotional. When Vito's looking at the fish food? Yeah, I just, I, I think... Well, yeah, that, that's go ahead, keep going. That's the scene I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, have you seen the movie? So I'm, keep going. Clemenza's they're asking if they can form their own family. Mike says after we make the move to Nevada, maybe six months, you know, you could break off. And Vito's like, trust Michael. So Michael tells them things are being worked on and they don't need to know. Carlo's gonna be my right-hand man in Vegas. I have in parentheses LOL. Tells everyone Tom's no longer consigliere, just a lawyer in Nevada. Um, and this Michael totally looks like Michael now, right? Like not too Michael. Cold stone, stone he's, cold. Uh, he's stone cold, black-hearted Michael. Tells everyone you know about Tom, and he's like, "Why am I out?" Tom's all hurt, you know. So Vito tries to make him feel bad. I never thought you were a bad consigliere. Santino was a bad boss, but rest is all. But, you know. yeah. You're out. You're out, Tom. Well, no, Tom, Tom says, I think I, you know, can I help? He's like, you're out, Tom. That's all he says. Yeah. And then but, Vito even looks, but Vito even looks at Michael when he says it, like, oh, what the thing? Yeah. Okay. He's cold blooded, which is good because, and, and I never really noticed that because you think, I always used to be like, Vito would never have Fredo killed, which he wouldn't. It's just, it's just, it's yeah. but, but um, but right, he's also like, holy shit, Michael's more cold-blooded than than anybody. But I also think, right, didn't he? he part of it was to protect Tom. Yeah, it was to protect Tom, but business-wise, part of it was. But right, Michael's like, so Vegas pot, so great. Fredo, this, Fredo. See, this is this is in my top five first. This is definitely in my top five. They're all excited. Johnny and Johnny's there. They have the party ready. Uh, they, don't, they, you know, Fredo wants to open the door. All the girls, they're all playing Fred, music. Fredo feels like the big shit here, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just time to shine. 
Yeah. Michael asked, you know, was was uh was was Mo Green, you know, he 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 wants us to give him a call when the party starts, but uh, talks to Johnny. Mike asked him uh, for a favor, says he's Colleon's giving up olive oil business, and um, Mo Green's gonna sell them uh sell us his shares of the casino and gambling freight. I was like, are you sure about that, Michael? Uh, he loves the casino. Mo, Mo, loves, Mo loves gambling. And I'll make him an offer he can't refuse. He asked Johnny if he can perform, you know, his contract. And talk By the to way, he people. breaks out, he doesn't ask a favor, he breaks out the contracts. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, Johnny does it, right. You know, at least Johnny, Johnny did the, at least he he did the service of of looking like he wanted to hear what it was first. You know, what I, mean? <laughs> I mean he's a he's a little biatch, but at least he's like, oh okay, what is it? Of course I do that for my Godfather, right? So Mo Green, great great short scene that he's in. He's from uh, Somerville. Mo, the guy who plays Mo Green, is he? Yeah, he's a very recognizable actor. I know he was an actual mobster um, too. Really? Yes. Say that again. He was an actual mobster from Somerville, oh. yes. Oh, the, the actor? Yep. Look he's at his backstory. Of, he's in a lot of stuff. Yep. He's in my old stomping ground, me and me and Whitey were in Somerville. So he tells him that Mug Green's all like, hey, Mike, you know, we're going to get, you know, we're going to get you this. We're going to the chef's going to prepare something for you. Uh, Colleone family wants to buy you out. What? Casino. A hotel. Corleone family wants to buy you out. The Corleone family wants to buy me out. No, I buy you out. You don't buy me out. Your casino loses money. Maybe we can do better. You think I'm skimming off the top, Mike? You're unlucky. <laughs> you goddamn guineas really make me laugh. I do you a favor and take Freddie in when you're having a bad time, and then you try to push me out. Wait a minute. You took Freddie in because the Corleone family bankrolled your casino because the Molinari family on the coast guaranteed his safety. Now, we're talking business. Let's talk business. Yeah, let's talk business, Mike. First of all, you're all done. The Corleone family don't even have that kind of muscle anymore. The Godfather is sick, right? You're getting chased out of New York by Bazzini and the other families. What do you think is going on here? You think you can come to my hotel and take over? I talked to Bazzini. I can make a deal with him and still keep my hotel. Is that why you slap my brother around in public? Oh, no, that, that, that was nothing, Mike. Now, now, uh, uh, Mo didn't mean nothing by that. Sure, he flies off the handle once in a while, but, but Mo and me were good friends, right, Mo, huh? I got a business to run. I got to kick asses sometimes to make it run right. We had a little argument, Freddie and I, so I had to straighten him out. You straightened my brother out. He was banging cocktail waitresses two at a time. Players couldn't get a drink at the table. What's wrong with you? I leave for New York tomorrow. Think about a price. Do you know who I am? I'm Mo Green. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. Wait a minute, Mo. Mo, I get an idea. Tom, Tom, you're the conciliary, and you can talk to the Don, you can explain. Just a minute. Don is semi-retired, and Mike is in charge of the family business now. If you have anything to say, say it to Michael. I buy you out. You don't buy me out. You goddamn guineas make me laugh. I take Fredo in when you're having a bad time and you try to push me out. Coleone's are done. Bazzini can bankroll me. 
uh, and then I love how Mike does bit. He Mike doesn't even hear what he says, right? Mm-hmm. He barely hears what he says. He's asking he my brother around. You slap my brother around. That's <laughs> great. Uh, that was nothing, Mike Fredo. Fredo already sticking up for Fre- Fredo already, you know, making bad. The the way he speaks in that forty speak is the best. Oh, it's the best. Yeah, so Mo, good. Mo, 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 Mo Green character reportedly uh, uh, based on what Bugsy Siegel? Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. So I had to straighten him out. I had to straighten him out. He was banging <laughs> two at a time, as you as you mentioned, Mikey yeah, was. Pe- people weren't getting their drinks, right? Uh, and then all Michael heard, "You straightened my brother out." So great. <laughs> um, and then I'm leaving tomorrow. Think about a price. You know who and Mo gets all mad. You know who I am. I'm all green. Made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. Fredo tries yeah. to. This is this is what Fredo does. Fredo tries. You know what to that means, right? Making my made my bones. Mm-hmm. You know what that means? The expression. Yeah. No. Isn't me like your experience? That's what I. He's, he killed. He done his. He's done his hits. He's, he's I thought you were gonna hits. say. Yeah. I, I thought you, is that where the expression made my bones? Yeah. He, he was yeah he was killing people back when he was freaking he was being cheerleaders. No, I understand what what Mo's saying. I just didn't know. I didn't know that's the expression when that's people use that. They're talking about killing. Check, check that. Uh, yes. Well, I I did check that. Um, 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 uh, Mo Green, his uh, 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 Alex Rocco, and he was yes. a, a part of the Winter Hill Gang. Yeah. Fascinating. He grew up in the Winter yeah. Hill Gang. Amazing. Nice. Crazy, right? Yeah. That's why he's so believable in this movie, I think. And I wish he was in it more, to be honest. He's only in it five, right. He's only in one scene. He's, he's basically in one scene besides his back rub. So, you know, and then I love Fredo. Mike, you don't talk to, you don't come to Vegas and talk to a man like, like Mo like, Green like Mo that. Just his delivery of that line is great, right? It's the best. I love it. Mike, you don't come to Las Vegas and talk to a man like Mo Green like that. Fredo. You're my older brother, and I love you. But don't ever take sides with anyone against the family again. John Cazale. All right. Oh, so good. And then Michael, looking, how, how great is this? More great work by Coppola. The shot of Michael looking down with him looking up to the yep. camera, saying, you know, Fredo, you're my, you're, my, you're my older brother, and I love you. But don't ever take sides with anyone against the family again, ever. Foreshadowing, right? One mm-hmm. of right? Don't tell, don't tell Mike anymore. We we have a surprise for him on that fishing trip. Yes, we're going fishing, Mike, on the boat. I, I'm looking forward to that one. Spoilers. So, um, Sean's. Gonna, we're going to call there's, Sean. There's a minute. second Godfather. <laughs> it's 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 like 33 percent longer too. Uh, newsflash another fact check with dave on make one's bones and and you know it comes from the bonafide originally but evidently it was used multiple times in the sopranos too really people making their bones and it it had a underworld kind of origin to becoming a popular expression so i do um, like this fact checking that we get live while the show's going (laughs) this brings a whole new element yeah but who's gonna fact check me that's true (laughs) <laughs> so um 
here we go. So Mike and Mike and Kay go and the kids go see Vito, right? This is my favorite scene. I noticed that the much of the watching. I mean, it's probably I'm probably not alone. But them on the bench together, having their yeah. Well, Vito Vito tells him someone moves. My absolute favorite, my absolute favorite scene in this in this movie. My, you know, my, this is one of my top forty scenes in this movie. Easy. Fuck off, Mikey. It's great. I just love how I just uh, go, ahead, go 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 do this. It keeps copying me. That's my favorite scene. It's my, so, it's my favorite scene. So go ahead. He tells I'm, him, don't worry, I'm it's keeping my score. Favorite scene. You'll set up a meeting. You know, someone's going to come against you. So you'll set up a meeting through someone you trust, and at that meeting, you'll be assassinated. I like you see Mike's face. Like, oh shit. So how did Vito just kind of common sense? He. <laughs> He really, yes. he he still has it. He still has yeah. it besides his terrible moves with Luca and and you know earlier. He he is slipping, but he does see the chessboard. Only two okay. people see the chessboard. Only two people. And unfortunately, Tom is smart, but he doesn't see it. Um, so he tells him, "You're gonna be assassinated. They get it. You know, they get it. Someone you trust is gonna have a meeting at their place." place and, and so i love when i love vito's line i love I, I like to drink wine more than i used to i i, I was gonna start with that actually but it's good for talking about his family like your family yeah it's good for you pop i it, i love the scenes between michael and vito right there's not not a lot of scenes between be, just a hospital little moment in the hospital with yeah. this scene like, uh, and then he gives the great thing tells him not to worry you know he can handle it Michael tells him not to worry, he can handle it. He tells him he never wanted it for you. I knew that Santana was going to have to go through all this. And Fredo, oh. Fredo was, oh. And I never, I never wanted this for you. I worked my whole life. I don't apologize to take care of my family. And I refused to be a fool. Dancing on the string, held by all those big shots. I don't apologize, that's my life, but I thought that... But when it was your time, that... that you would be the one to hold the strings. Senator Corleone. Governor Corleone, something. I'm not a person of Well... This was enough time, Michael. Was enough time. We'll get there, Pop. We'll get there. There's one part though, Chris, where like Mike gets part of his soul back with his dad. And when he's asking him, like, what's the matter, Pop? Are you okay? Like, you know, like when he's actually showing genuine concern for his dad. Yes. Oh, and I love that. Right. I and then he but I love I love how they shoot it too when comes on the other side of Mike. Yeah. So Mike, so he's in the foreground and Mike, Mike's, you know, in the in the background. And yeah, don't worry, Pop. He's he, right. I love when he calls him Pop. Good stuff. Just great stuff. You almost like Mike. You almost you almost think Michael's a human. Exactly. And, I, um, that's, that's one of his like redemption scenes slightly. Yeah. Exactly. But so, to Mike, but Mikey, like real quick though, but real quick going back to Vito, like that just shows you how sharp he was. Like I, I just like you know he it was a chessboard to him and the fact that he was calculating still even at that age, right? But he was slipping because like the look of stuff that we talked about. Yeah. And then I love I love Michael says another 
Cousin Avante? You guys look that up when Michael says that. Another just, another, yeah. just another boob. Basically another idiot. Yeah, just another yeah. regular Joe or whatever. Yeah. And then uh, don't forget, remember, whoever comes here with the Bazzini meeting, he's the traitor. Love it. And then the Vito playing with his grandson, just like Dave plays with his grandson. I swear to God, that's how I play with my grandson all the time. He loves the orange. Dave puts the orange in his mouth. I've, You're yeah. about his age, too. Oh my God, yeah, he is. That's true. That's true. 47. Wow. So then the great, the poor little out for Vito. By the way, they don't say Don in the last name in real. I think Puzo like got that wrong. I guess he got a lot of real stuff wrong. You only say Don in the first name. Don Vito? In the real, yes, Don Vito would be, not Don Colleone. Um, Sorry. I'm tipping, I'm tipping one. Tipping one back for the great Vito. Loved him. One of the, the best characters of all time. So then they go to his funeral. I don't think it's in Arlington National. This part no, was not. No, but what <laughs> cemetery is do we, I don't know. Do we, not that anybody knows, but it, it, it does. And I know it's not the, the cemetery in the Sopranos because that's in Jersey and it's a famous cemetery, but it looks very similar to that, doesn't it? Mm. Like even the shots are, are just yeah, like to be honest. Maybe just yeah. cemeteries in the tri-state area kind of maybe look the no. same. You know, have that. I just, so I just can't believe they're actually doing business at the cemetery, which is uh, is just so yeah, disrespectful. They're doing a lot of business. So they show Clemenza, doesn't it? They make it seem like Clemenza might be Clemenza's whispering to somebody, make him seem like he is that Rocco? He was just I don't know, whispering to somebody. And uh you see Bazzini there and then Tessio, can I have a minute? Oh, goddamn fish. I never realized, I never appreciated how great this was. Like, this is, holy shit. He is asking, he is doing exactly what Vito says. And he's like, yeah. when I made it, you know, and Michael's face is kind of like, holy shit. Yeah, this, this is exactly how Pop said it would go now. Telling he's the traitor. Said, you know, it's, well, I'm going to arrange a meeting on my territory, you know. And then Tom realizes he's asking him, tells him what's going on. I always thought it would be Clemenza. Mike, no, it's a smart move. Tessio was always smarter. The poor Clemenza takes a shot at it. So after the baptism, I mean, after the baptism, uh, after the funeral, I've decided to be Godfather. I'm going to meet the meet with the five families. Tells them one of the. This is one of the all-time iconic iconic scenes that you remember when you first watch, right? Like you're always like, holy shit, yeah. Uh, you get the church music, all the guys preparing. Chi Chi is getting a shave. He died young too. In real life? Yeah. He slipped in the shower and ended up dying somehow, like accidental, like Bob Saget did. Chi Chi did? Yeah. Fact check that, Greg. Didn't he play in a, wasn't he a serial killer in some movie? Chi Chi, the guy that was from Rocky? Yes. Yeah, he died early. Uh, yeah, no, I believe you. I, it, everybody I looked up who died, rel, like, you know, from Clemenza to every... Mostly heart they attacks. All, they all died of heart attacks. Yeah. Not Abe, Abe Vigoda is still around, though, right? Uh, no, no. He, well, he, he almost <laughs> made a hundred. Remember that was the running joke? Remember uh, that was the running joke? Conan used to do that all the time, yeah. yeah. 
yeah, everybody joked that Abe Vigoda was dead. So then you get Al putting putting on his old cop uniform. You know, he was an old cop. He was an ex-cop, you know, his old what? ex. Al Neary. He was a cop? He was a cop, yeah. He murdered someone. You got to know that. Wow. You know, so put on his own uniform. And so you get, you know, Clemenza with a big package. Michael, do you believe in God? I, you know, I do. Bazzini walking out. Dave, can you translate the, the Latin for us? Since you're... I love the... Could you do the Satan? Satan? Yeah. Yes. No, I can't. But go ahead. So, you know, Chichi walking up the stairs. You get Clemenza walking up the stairs. They're all getting cardio. No wonder they all died of heart attacks. When, when did they stop the... Um, during baptisms, the weird breath breathing. that I never saw breathing before. Breathing I, yeah. I don't remember that. Like as a baby, that really happened. <laughs> Mo Green, poor Mo Green, getting a back rub. He just had a five-minute scene. That's it. Um, but he put his head the, like he was sleeping. He just went down like he's going to sleep. But you know, one person won't forget Mo Green. We won't get into it, right? What? One person's not going to forget Mo Green. We'll talk, right? we'll talk about it. On, on part two. Come on. You, I oh, can't even oh. reference part two? Yeah. We'll have to have Greg back for that one. Um, so you get organ music. It's awesome, right? Michael Francis Rizzi, do you, do you denounce Satan? And then Clemenza with a shotgun. I think this is Stratchy. I do. That kid's name was Mo Green. Sorry, jumping ahead. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So... I love that movie too. Mo Green, poor Mo Green puts his glasses on. He gets it through the eye. Chi Chi traps uh, Cunio in the revolving door. <laughs> guy is out. The guy is outraged that someone is trapping him in this door. Right. Very, very dramatic. Very dramatic death. Yeah. And then the guys with the mach machine guns. I think Rocco's one of these killed Tatalia and some innocent girl in bed. Oops. Wrong place, wrong time. And then uh, Al kills the bodyguards and kills Bazzini. Seems risky for the biggest guy, you know, like to yeah, make sure you get a far away shot. Like maybe, maybe, maybe that plots, plot, plots seemed a little uh, risky to take out Bazzini of all people. I don't know. That sounds annoying me right now. Sorry, guys. So, also, it was also, it was also risky having Clemenza. I know you already said it, but climb all those stairs. Again, that guy came out really flamboyant too, waving everywhere. Then he gets shot, the poor bastard. Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, Stracci. I love how Michael says Stracci. Stracci. Uh, and then they tell Michael all is done, and Michael's like, oh, Carlo, you can't go to Vegas. Gonna have to go wait for my call. Tessio and Tom ready for the big meeting. Poor Tessio, not really poor Tessio. Uh, Chi Chi tells him, we're going to go in separate cars. You know, the boss is going to go in a separate car. And then Tom, I can't go either. Hell, he can't do that. It screws up all my arrangements. Oh, well, that's what he said. I can't go either, Sal. It was only business. I always liked him. He understands that. Excuse me, sir. Huh? Tom, can you get me off the hook? For old time's sake. 
Can't do it, Sally. I love that scene, but it is okay. Does that sad? Does that scene not make you sad still? It is sad. It is sad, even though he was setting Michael up to be assassinated. It's yeah. him knowing his, you know, his his outcome. Tell <laughs> yeah. I, I took my daughter to see. I took my daughter to see this for the, like a couple of weeks ago, and I think I was whispering in her ear. I feel bad for everyone that died. I'm like I feel bad for this person. She's I felt like, bad for up. her. I felt bad for her because she said that you wouldn't shut up during the whole movie. <laughs> oh yeah, that must have been insane um so you know tell mike i like i always liked him tell him it was only business i always liked him they take his gun tom yeah. can you get me off the hook for all times can't do it sally this is such a great line yeah. mike's in the house walks in you'll have to answer for santino carlo mike you got it all wrong that little facade you played with my sister all right sit down so he tells him all the people that are dead stracci uh Tells him to confess. Come on, you think I make my sister a widow? I'm godfather, your son. They give him a drink. You're out of the family business. That's your punishment. Go to Vegas. Just don't tell me you're innocent. Who approached you? Who approached you? Tatalia or Bazzini? It was Bazzini. Michael looks like he wants to strangle him right there, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Immediately takes his drink away. <laughs> it's like, it's like, get the fuck out of here. Because uh, Carlos knew- like, he knew, but he didn't know a thousand percent until he admitted it. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, he had the plane ticket. But again, he had the plane that could have been on a plane. Right? But let me ask you this. Did it matter? I don't know. The fact that he, if he wasn't involved, the fact that he beat, beat the shit out of Michael's sister... A few and times. Sonny went over and got killed trying to protect her. Does it yeah. does, doesn't matter that Kahlo was involved, in my opinion, right? The same as the same as Connie shouldn't be pissed off. Mm. Your brother got killed trying to stop this monster from beating you, right? Yeah, yeah but his own mother, his own mother told him not to get involved. <laughs> yeah. At the table. This is true. But uh yeah, but your, your grandma, your your great grandmother told your dad to beat up your mom. So you know, hey, she got out of line. <laughs> so right, Mike. So it's Mike. Like, get out of my sight. So he gets in the car. That Comenza strangles him before he even stops. Not the car. Well, he went right? back. Comenza said hello, Carlo. Oh, probably really never thought he was safe. He was probably fooling himself, right? Yeah. So this one, this Godfather, this movie ends with a, a universally approved decision, right? Does any like what besides Connie? Um, you know, everyone's on board with this. And then Connie comes in freaking out. You killed my husband. I have Michael, written down shut up. Michael, <laughs> Michael. Michael, you lousy bastard. You killed my husband. You waited until Papa died so nobody could stop you, and then you killed him. You blame him for Sonny. You always did. Everybody did. But you never thought about me. You never gave a damn about me. Okay. Your brother your brother got killed defending you. That's what that's what I that's, what? Terrible. 
terrible, terrible acting. By she's her. the worst. No, the one scene really in the entire movie that she she almost ruins yep. with her just it's it's out of it's it's out of control. It's it's much still, better in Rocky. It's still, better they're like, Rocky. are you sure you need to have your sister in this? Well, do we we point out that right that was uh, Coppola's sister, and they wanted to have an uglier actress. Hmm. You say that now. <laughs> they should have had the one that uh, Sonny was banging for they the should have. act as Connie. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so Connie, uh, shut the fuck up. He, he tries to hug her. She freaks out. You know, he, he, she's hysterical. Take, he said, take her to the doctor or something. Uh, Michael, is it true? This is, and this is, this scene is great. Obviously. So good. Michael, is it true? Don't ask me about my business, Kate. Is it true? Don't ask me about my business. No! one time. This one time, I let you ask me about my affairs. Is it true? Don't ask me about my business. He gets mad. This one time, I'll let you ask me about my business, my affairs. Is it true? I love how he like waits a beat. He's very convincing, right? Mm -hmm. And this is he can really lie. He's a great liar. He lies the rest of his life. No, and then she's so relieved, and she goes out to get a drink, and then just a Pulls brilliant, behind. brilliant shot. She oh. sees. She sees, holy shit, he's Don Corleone now. You see them all, you know, you see Clemente. Kiss his hand. Godfather, Godfather. And then she's not part of this family. Don Corleone. So quick, quick question. I have two questions. Number one, was this made knowing, was the sequel always planned? Was part two always planned? Uh, I, would, I would assume so. Excellent. It was only a couple of years later. So yeah, it's... I, I don't, I, mean, I don't know if it was always planned, but, but I think once they started to get like the dailies in and they started to see what the movie was going to be like, then the studio was like, Oh yeah, we're absolutely making. And I think they, they signed uh Puzo on to, to help, uh, write the script for the, the the part two pretty early, and the part, part two is not part a, two. Part one and part two are basically one book. Okay, that's my other question. Is part two part of the book? Yeah, it is. It's, it's, parts of it. Yeah. Okay. And and then my last question is: remember. Is part three really that bad? Yes. Okay. Horrible. I I'm going to tell you the last time I saw it, it came out yeah. in 1990. 
Is that true? That was the last time I saw it in the movies. It's terrible. So, the poison cannoli. I'm sorry, a poison cannolo, because the plural is cannoli. A poison cannolo was actually part of the plot. So, has anybody talked talked about the um? What is it? The, the the coda, the Godfather Part Three, the Michael the Michael Corleone saga, the Michael Coda or whatever. I've heard that. That sounds yeah. familiar, but I don't. What is it? It's uh, it's uh, uh, it's. I guess they re-edited it. I haven't seen it, so I don't know. Um, but supposedly it's better than the original Godfather Part Three. Um, so uh, it's it's re-edited to be the original. Or, or, or a better version of Godfather Part Three to kind of close the chapter and, and make everything in full circle. So it's all, so it's I all just Part so. Three stuff. I'm not sure. I don't. Well, I don't know. We could, so we can talk about Part Three real quick before. Can we I just say one thing though um, before you? Because do that, we're never going to do that. The, the 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 closing of the door that you referenced maybe one of the greatest scenes. Um, the closing shot. of the phone. The closing of yes. the phone booth. Just the shot. She, where Michael's walking Kay out of the, the family, if you will. Yeah. Like I said, it's it, like, it's right. And so the forthcoming closing, most, most incredible door closing in movie history is in part two with Michael and. and Shut the door in face. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so part three. Um, Duval, right? Didn't they bring in George Hamilton or whatever? They they should have made him. <laughs> and they bring in George freaking Hamilton. George Hamilton. I mean, right there. And then, uh, you know, as you know, Sophia Coppola, just a terrible actress, just single handedly. You know, the only thing movie. that you can say from is what I remember, okay, is the the last scene, I guess. I it's told you I haven't Michael seen it since nineteen ninety, but you know, complete man. Spoiler alert! Was, Good. Well, I mean, are you going to watch that stupid movie? <laughs> it's one hundred and four. So um, it's basically saying Michael yeah, was completely no. the opposite so, of his father. His father was all about his family. Michael was all about himself. I I don't think I don't agree yes. with that at all, well, though. He wasn't about himself. It, he was about yeah. he was about family too. He just did it with the well, but it was with the family. But he started as like a dude. He was, I heard someone compare like uh, the Vito to the Terminator and uh, Michael to the Terminator and Terminator Pot too. Like they did the same thing, but without the heart. He was like a machine that just was run about his business, all right. know, trying to improve his. Business. I don't know. It's interesting. That's good. Well, you know what's funny is uh, Terminator Two is the only <laughs> other sequel to win an Oscar. Did win an Oscar. So um, it's true. That's technical effects or whatever. So let's not disrespect this great movie by even mentioning three, though. So putting a, putting a bow on that great scene, one of the best few movies of all time. Just ridiculously shot, somehow underrated how the directing, the just some of the best performances of all time. And completely well, the fact that it didn't win every smooth. award tells me it's underrated. Certain things, mm-hmm. you know, in, in certain exactly. I exactly. personally still, after rewatching it, you know, a couple of times prepared for this, 
I like part two better. That's just me. Wow. It's hard. I can't. I've never seen, all seen the time it. Too, Greg. I'm like, I, like, like, it's like choosing between my kids. Do I love Emily more? Yes. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, that was good. But it is so hard to choose between the two. That is, see, I've, I've not, never not seen really two that at all, so I, I can't it. wait to see it. Oh, so good. Don't watch it until we do our um, group. No, no. I, I... Well, they always say, they always, a, a lot of people say, to, like and I, I said this like last year I, I was drinking watching part two I know both of those things shocking I said um, holy shit this movie is might be the most perfect movie of all time so a lot of people think it it actually is the best movie of all time and part one is yeah more enjoyable but you know again number one part you know, one, you know that mean, uh, one of, but one of the note that Paramount Plus is uh uh, a new series is starting. You guys, yes. have you heard about the? the it's yeah. called the um, the offer. No. The offer. It's about it's the making of the Godfather. Oh, oh really? With, um, oh, okay, good. With uh, Miles, like, Teller. Um, Miles Teller. Miles yeah, Teller reboot. Um, I think they bring uh, Giovanni Teller. Giovanni uh, Ribisi plays Joe Colombo. You know the 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 the, the, the mob guy, and uh, because they. Yeah. They kind of, they didn't love it, but they kind of gave a blessing to, to, you know, the green light, if you will, you know, uh, to, to go ahead with it. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be. By the way, love this movie. One of my top 20 <laughs> favorite movies of all time. Maybe not in not the top now. 10. It could be. I'm sorry. Okay. It's Nope. It's personal preference. Uh, it's one of the ten. It's certainly one of the ten best movies. It's it's certainly one of the best five best movies, maybe the best. But great, great stuff. What what are we doing next, Michael? Well, well. Next time we are. Fast forwarding uh, from 1972 to 1990 from directors Ethan and Joel Cohen, who we've we've done a, a, a before on the show, a movie that I've never, ever seen and I'm looking forward to, Miller's Crossing. I've never, I've never seen it. I will, That's in I my will top. invest in this movie. Before, I, I will not play puzzles in the next one. I will, I'll invest. I promise. One of Bobby, one of Bobby Moe's favorite movies. He loves the, you know, it's the Irish Godfather kind, and there are there actually are some similar plot lines. Even I was thinking of this today, but Greg, have you watched oh, that recently? Not really, but uh, I'm still thinking of Albert Finney, and just it's 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 gold, it's gold. Yeah, absolutely gold. I love it. I love it. I, Greg, come back anytime. It's good enough. Yeah. This is a you. lot of work, though. This is <laughs> some preparation. Yeah, well, my yeah. work has, hasn't even started yeah. yet. So. Greg, I was, I was on for this because I didn't, want, I didn't want to let you down. Well, I, I feel like I added probably another 20 minutes. That Absolutely. This podcast, though. So, um, <laughs> so I just was really doing good. a little homework for the show. You can find us. Uh, on Twitter at fine underscore movies and on Instagram at fine movies and fine spirits. As you, as you uh, 
As we said, next time we'll be doing Miller's Crossing. But until then, I want to thank our special guest, Greg Morris, for, uh, for, for, for joining us this evening. And of course, uh, Greg, is there anything you'd like to, like to say, closing out, anything you'd like to promote or talk about or anything at all? Sure. Thank, uh, just first of all, thank you, fellas, for uh, coming. I'm wait, coming for uh, allowing me to join whatever, you. Whatever it takes. It's, uh, oh, hey. I turned hey, my camera off for that. It's been fun. Uh, I am going to promote, um, uh, and Chris will be sick of hearing me say this, but I'm, I'm running. Oh, you are. Okay. I'll I was going to promote it. Then. Don't forget, Greg is running the hey, Boston hey. Marathon. And he is, we have Greg's Ride to Run Boston for Dana Faber at Vibeco. Yeah, Cycle. that is sold out. His marathon page. Well, I'll Dana put a Faber link to it in the show notes. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be riding, a, I'll be riding a bike to this thing. Yes, Chris, you will. Chris will you, be, Chris, will you be there? I won't be riding a bike. Jen told me to. I was going to buy tickets tonight, and she said we'll do the do the yeah. fund, do the uh, yeah. fundraiser Dave's instead. Dave's gonna be great there, stuff, right? The yeah, whole, whole Corsetto crew is is uh, is gonna be in attendance. Oh, nice! Very good. One yes, more. Yes. I have one more plug, Michael. My buddy Strong, my buddy Dave with Strongside Brewing, brewing hey. who's out of Hopkinton. Uh, you can find that beer at. Depot Street Tavern in Milford, the Pint in Worcester. Sounds awesome. It's good stuff. I've had it. David, it's anything for you? No. No? <laughs> no All right. No. Well, as usual, uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks, everyone, for subscribing. And uh, say goodbye, David. Bye, Mikey. Someday. But, someday we'll get it. Bye. <laughs> goodbye, guys. We talk about great movies while drinking. We talk about great movies while drinking. Yeah, we talk about great movies while drinking. Subscribe. We feel fine. I wrote a quick intro because it's going to be a doozy. Fan on experts.